Because I thought that was it. End of story. This motel has a long history of unexplained events being caught on camera. And it's super late, episode six of Watching Horror. I'm Jared, and across the table from me is my wife, Christina. Hello. Hello. Hi. So we, we're here, finally. Hey. After many issues of technical and my tummy issues. <laughs> my tum-tum hurt one time we tried to record. My tummy, my tummy, my tummy, my tummy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not ashamed to say it. But we're here now. Today... We're just going to get right into it. It is a, uh, the first double feature here on Watching Horror. <laughs> That's right. We're going to continue from last time. Uh, we did Hell House LLC, worst name ever for mm-hmm. a movie. Seriously, why don't you just call it Hell House? I'm sure because there's probably like a hundred other things. I think we said now. this last time, but seriously, I haven't gotten over it yet. <laughs> I'm saying at least Ink. You know what I mean? Ink would have been good, yeah. I, I still agree with that. You know, the LLC, it just it doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah. Hell House Incorporated. Hell House Limited. Hell House Limited? Could have been anything. So this week we're doing Hell House LLC 2. And 3. And 3. Mm-hmm. All in one. Bam. <laughs> you heard it. All in one. Bam. That's right. That should be the name of the episode right there. All in one. Bam? Yeah. No. I like it. No. <laughs> Cloaked Satanic Wall People, number 2 and 3. I guess we'll find out. If you're listening to this, you know what you clicked. Although I control the episode title, so we'll find out. I have administrative access to all our accounts. I can edit. It'll yeah. go back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> You'll find the Instagram account. That wouldn't be obnoxious. <laughs> the next and the next. <laughs> oh, my God. We change it every Hey, who changed it back? <laughs> yeah, you can see the updates on the Instagram account. <laughs> Christina changed the fucking title of the episode again. No. Jared changed the fucking it. title. <laughs> Anyway, so this week we're doing Hell House LLC 2. And 3. And 3. Correct. To round out the Hell House trilogy. Sorry, the Hell House LLC trilogy. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Hell House LLC. It's too much. It's a mouthful. It's a lot of L's. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's four L's. Yeah, I don't care for that. Yeah. It's a lot of L's. Yeah. It's just not a great... Doesn't roll off the tongue. Doesn't? That's what I'm saying. No. Doesn't matter, though. I mean, whatever. Whatever. You know what? We watched it like a thousand fucking times. We had to. So, what the hell do they care? I needed to understand. Yeah. If you follow the Instagram account, uh, watching horror podcast on Instagram, um, Christina posted a picture of her flow chart, which tried to make sense of everything. Which I've updated since. Which has since been updated. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, let's see if we can- As more information has come come to light. (laughs) Let's see if we can make sense of this, uh, in my opinion, kind of a train wreck. Hmm. And mm-hmm. I see that. Okay. I see, I see the train wreckness in it. I had a very meh sort of opinion on this movie the first time we saw it. For the first movie? For the first the one? The first one. Okay. You know what? It blends now because we've seen the second and the first one so many times now. I don't even... It's just all one Yeah, let's movie. pull the curtain back. We watched them. these movies so many goddamn times in the past <laughs> couple of weeks just to kind of get reacquainted with it. Yeah, it's all it would one be days movie now. Between you know when we would try to record, yeah, and we finally figured out what the fucking buzzing noise is. Yeah, thank Christ. So I think we've fin- we we've I think we've solved our technical issues. Yes, thank God. Which has uh, sort of plagued our little podcast studio here. That's right. I think we've pinpointed it and eliminated it. And it was a phone charger. It was a. It was a laptop charger. It was the charger that yeah. It was the power brick from the laptop. Yeah. 
Yeah. Same one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we've eliminated that. It seems to be okay. Yeah. Pretty cool. Which is good. We'll come up with another excuse not to have it on time, but we have a plan to sort of get this train back on a weekly basis. Yeah. May not be next week, but maybe the following will start getting Being things back on to uh, where I think it should be. So anyway, we did watch uh, these movies a ton of fucking times because we would just record. Oh, I, I don't remember it. Let's watch again. A couple days later, let's record. Oh, wait, you know what? Let's watch again. I want it. There's so many more. little tiny things to remember about these movies. And I think that's part of the fun of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we ended up having to watch it a bunch of times. Also, I think a part of it was last time I had a difficult time. Maybe it's me because I didn't really, I'm really sort of middle of the road with the first one, with Hell House LLC 1. I was just, for the sake of the, our sanity and the rest of the, for the rest of the podcast, can we just call it Hell House? Just call it HHLLC? No, just, just Hell House. Just Hell House. Okay. okay. Hell House or LLC. I'll give you one of the two. All right. I'll switch it up. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> for the first Hell House, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I don't know if I liked it or not, even. It was kind of middle of the road. I was like, eh, it's all right. With that, the last episode, I was kind of like, eh, I don't care about this movie. So I had a tough time really digging into it. You know, I think that's what made last week, well, three weeks ago, whenever the hell this comes out, the last episode, it's kind of all over the place a little bit. I think because I had a really hard time, at least for me, I had a tough time really sinking my teeth into it. Because I was kind of like, whatever, eh, you know? What about it was whatever. I think the movie, at least in my opinion, I watched this movie and I didn't, I wanted it to be something else. I wanted it to be something it wasn't. Mm. And maybe that one of those things was probably better. Mm. And I just didn't get anything out of it. I didn't find it particularly scary, spooky, or all that interesting, but it wasn't bad either. Mm. So it wasn't like I could sit and rail against it because this can't. And I couldn't praise it either because I can't. (laughs) And there wasn't much in there to talk about. It was kind of a blah for me, at least. Mm-hmm. My idea for it was once we found out that there were sequels to it, um, I had an idea what I kind of wanted to see in the sequels. Uh, spoiler alert, it did not happen the way I wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> so as a trilogy, I saw the com- I guess I saw the complete story from start to finish, well, from what they present to start to finish. I got super distracted and I noticed that because of these found footage movies, I keep looking for things in the background. What's moving? What was there that wasn't there? Especially with these lights on off gimmick that they kind of do. Find myself looking at the background and less paying attention to what's happening in front of me and looking in what's different, what's moving, what should I not be, what should I be noticing? Does that make sense? It does, but I actually think that that's on purpose. I think that what's not in the foreground is supposed, what's in the foreground is actually supposed to be the background in the sense, the folk, in other words, not the focus. I feel yeah. like you're supposed to be looking in the background for those little things. You're supposed to be looking for the, you know, like for the thing moving in the back, you know what yeah. I mean? Did, did I see something like, you know, it was a light in a doorway. Right. You see like a, a shadow. You just go like right past right. it, right? But that's actually the. If you honestly think that the people want you to like watch people just talking into a camera, like because it's found documentary footage, right? Hmm. So it's always like a person just like talking into the camera. Sure. That's why it's like always this like boring dialogue because you're not. It doesn't matter what they're saying. You're supposed to be looking in the back. I think maybe that's my ADD showing. Because I'm like, ah, uh, what's back? Is that a shadow? Is it, should I be? Is that supposed to be that's moving? I guess. Point. Yeah. You know, maybe that's that's the movie. That's the actual movie is all the little things that are happening in the background. 
because you can always hear what's happening they're talking but it's just their faces you know what i mean it's a still image yeah almost well it's a moving image obviously but it's a still frame yeah, yeah. um it's like just a person talking or people talking the, yeah. the whole movie is all that is it's all it is and then it's all the things you see in the background so you can just you know you can just like eat up the the sounds right the the dialogue and whatever yeah and look for the little things in the background yeah that's the i think that's why that's the point actually maybe but i think for me at least that takes away the scary part of it you know well anyway, all right let's, let's get into it but did you find them scary no no i didn't find them scary no no know? um but they but i did find them interesting Okay. You know what I mean? There were a lot of things that I learned to, or that I came to uh, really like about these movies. Yeah, you changed your mind, right? On yeah, this, you kind of you went, you you did a you did a complete one eighty here. I did a one eighty on it. Yeah, yeah I, hate, I I wouldn't say I hated it. I didn't like it so much the first time. I, I saw through it. Yeah. But then you know, like I. I saw the cheese factor. I saw the bad acting. And oh my god, that. the acting's atrocious. It, 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 it's so bad. It's worse in some th- than others. But then two I and think three it was were rough. After we saw the third one, that I was really all in because I I noticed that the the interesting part about these movies is what isn't shown, and what isn't seen, and what isn't said. Right. There's a lot that's left out to the imagination. And there's also a lot of, you know, like uh, like webs of people. There's all con- I mean? there's connections, there's a- but there's a lot of space between the connections. Correct. You know, a lot yeah. Of different a lot of room for fan lot fiction. Of different places. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Who writes Hell House fan fiction? Oh my God. You know what? We should look it up. <gasps> Hold on. Hey, Google. Hell House LLC fan fiction. I found this on the web. Oh, only one. Good. No. Oh. No. So, no. No? Not that I can say. Wow. I'm both disappointed and proud (laughs) at the same time. All right. So, no fan fiction. Correct. But there's time. (laughs) There's time. There's always time for fan fiction. You want to make some? Absolutely not. (laughs) What happens to Jackson? Why did he, why, when he was a kid, was he playing that little okay. melody? Yeah, let, let's dive in here. <laughs> so let's okay, dive let's in. dive in. Let's start with part two. <laughs> All right. Let's okay. So this movie opens with the Win Media Group sort of title page, mm-hmm. title screen, whatever. And I think that was also in the first one, too. It mm-hmm. opened up the same way. And it opens up with a woman talking about her son, Jackson Maddock, I think. Maddock, whatever. Um, about how he breaks into Hell House, the Abaddon, I'm sorry. Brooks into the Abaddon Hotel, not Hell House, whatever. And he gets stuck sort of in this house. Mm -hmm. And the crux of it is this woman is being interviewed and her son was stuck in this house and was sending texts and emails and videos via his phone to his mother and father. In there, he was unable to find the door, unable to get out. And one of the things he kept saying is, they have no eyes. That was one of the things he kept texting like in a row. They're all still here. They're all still here. They're in the dining room. They have no eyes. They have no eyes. They have no eyes. What? What? Well, first What of does all, that mean? Okay. So Help first me. of all, who are they? Right? So the uh, the supposed lore in the movie is that the Avedon Hotel was um, opened by a man named Andrew Tully in the 1980s. And there were allegations of them having a, some kind of a satanic cult hmm. uh, meeting in their basement of the 
so funny. It's all blown out of proportion. It was just a big Dungeons and Dragons game. It's completely <laughs> blown out of proportion. <laughs> I like how they have their satanic cult meeting in the basement, though. He has like, the whole hotel. Just have, yeah. Right, he has the whole hotel, yeah. but they have to use the basement. <laughs> they gotta have their satanic it's cult meeting. It's closer to hell. <laughs> By 10 well, feet. okay, so that's the thing. So that's actually one of the big um, parts of the movie that I don't think a whole lot of people get. And maybe I have it wrong too, but um, there's a cult. Uh, some people go missing. Um, some uh, guests of the hotel and there was open. Andrew Tully supposedly hangs himself in the dining Andrew room. Andrew Tully's the guy who owned the hotel. Correct. Yeah. I said that already. Sorry. My knuckle really hurts so bad from when I, I accidentally punched the computer when I thought I saw a bug. Yeah. <laughs> My knuckle's all red. <laughs> it hurts a lot. Um, so, yeah. Right. So they have their meetings in their basement, little basement fight club sort of. Dungeons and Dragons Dungeons game. And Dragons, campaign. Uh, Sorry, it's not a game. Campaign. Correct. Um, in their basement. <laughs> and uh, Andrew Tully supposedly hangs himself. And, you know, the place is boarded up and it's abandoned for forever until um, this guy, Alex Taylor, decides to open it up for a haunted house. That was in the first one. That's the first. And now that's so. But that's I'm just the first. saying who yeah. they are. Like, I'm yeah. just, you know, bringing up the, a little bit of the backstory. So, um, so they are the satanic cult people. So apparently, Jackson, this kid, gets. Uh, stuck inside the house at the beginning of the movie and when he says so uh, he 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 dies in the house apparently after he's dead his mother says he's getting she's getting text messages from him yeah from inside and the text messages are coming from inside, inside the house, the house. <laughs> and now one of the cool things though about that i like you is that you can hear my eye roll there <laughs> i hear i thought i I heard a optic nerve snap. Yeah, that was it. That was me. I don't know if that was a pop or <laughs> if that's what that was. Sorry about that. Um, but you could. But the cool one of the fun parts there, I thought, was that you could kind of hear him through the wall screaming. Like, that was you know, cool. They go. They go into uh, room two C, which is um, where in the first movie, uh, Sarah, who's a major part of that movie. That was where her and Alex's bedroom was. It's kind of like a major focal point in all three movies. And uh, it's in this room that you hear him kind of through the wall, kind of like Carol Ann in Poltergeist. Again, all right. <laughs> we're going to do Poltergeist one day. I promise. Actually, it's on the list. It's on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> but it's, it's just soon. like Carol Ann in Poltergeist. Yes. You know what I mean? You hear you hear him through the wall like he's yeah. there, it but shows, he's not there. Yeah, the video, you know it mean? shows a video that was sent to Jackson's mother mm -hmm. was a video of just the camera pointing it at the Facebook wall. It was Facebook Live. Facebook Live, yeah. No, it was cooler than that, actually. Um, it wasn't just him. He, he So this kid goes into... Oh no no no! Never mind. You're think, I think you know you're of thinking the of the kid. other kid. I apologize. This yeah. was a an email I think with the video, and it's just the camera pointing at the wall, and you can faintly hear Jackson screaming for help. Yeah. In be assuming he's in between the walls. Right. And is this where we hear that song? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then there's the song. This fucking this, song. This one melody um, is played through all three 
movies and it's it's really hard to pinpoint where this song originates from because they don't talk about it they don't well no they, they kind of do and they don't so like i for, personally what kind of hooked me about these movies like i said at first i wasn't like a big fan i, I saw through it i saw the bad acting i saw the bad effects and all that um the the, the cloaks really took me out of it that the cloaks were probably my that's least pretty, favorite part that's um, a high cheese factor oh man it's bad yeah but like i don't know if you strip like that stuff away i think what they tried to do is actually did come through if you look hard enough like i i like their story but the, you know the 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 thing that's hard to keep it all together is that there's so much past and future and present in every movie yeah you know what i mean and every movie is like what's happening in the future this you... is what we're doing in the future there's a past um you know element and when i say past i don't just mean like what happened before i mean like a history you know what i mean there's the yeah. history to the avedon hotel yeah a little more about that satanic cult gets uncovered more and more in every um in every sequel so you know it's always going back and forth and back and forth and you notice things like once you see the third one you notice things in the third one that you're like holy crap i remember seeing something about that in the second one right. or in the first one you really need to see all three to appreciate them i think you need to see all three and then go watch back them again to watch the first one to really see yeah. and that's if you give enough of a shit but for me it was just like a persist like i need to understand i need yeah. to understand the story here because yeah you they, went in deep they tried to tell the story i just like you know like sometimes something just kind of gets like stuck in your brain you know what i mean yeah. and just like i need to know i need to understand it was just one of those things <laughs> so no. so i went back and uh after we watched the third one there were so many things in the third one that i had remembered from the first and the second and i was like wait i gotta go back and watch the first one yeah rewatch the first one then we rewatch the second one yep rewatch the first one again right rewatch the second, second one, one again <laughs> yeah and i refuse to watch the third one i, I want to watch it now i'm kind of like just for my own just for like my own peace of mind i feel like i need to watch the third one again yeah right before we just hit record really solidify christina said, said i kind of want to watch the third one again <laughs> That one I only saw once. So, and that's the thing. So, like, you don't need to see kinda, it more than once. You, you see one of them, and then you want to go back and look for the little things that you were like, oh, now there's that a lot makes of connections. Sense. There's, There's a, a lot, of, lot connections. of connections okay. and a lot of little things to put together that, and I find that I found that to be fun. You okay. know what I mean? I, the 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 special effects were Christ awful. The cloaks were Christ awful. There weren't but, a lot of special effects, but the ones that were there were oh. garbage. I'm sorry. Look, I like the bad movie thing. I get it, but like this wasn't it. Like no, this movie was just full of hits kind of, and misses. Yeah. But there were more misses than hits, yeah. and it really was really lopsided. But it was enough that it was like okay, enough to keep you to keep you watching, mm -hmm. but not enough for me to be like, oh, that was good, you know? Yeah. I want to go back to the song. Okay. So this song, that this kind of piano melody, simple melody, was sort of played in the background of this kid screaming for help in the walls, and then it kind of goes to his mother. You know, who's sort of being interviewed for this documentary about how she had heard that song before. Mm -hmm. And it cuts to an old home movie of Jackson, this kid who stuck in the wall when he was a kid. During this time, you know, the camera was 
on four girls playing cards. Yeah, but she was holding the camera. She's holding the camera. Right. It was around Christmas time, I think. The mother's holding the camera. I guess uh, presumably his sisters are playing cards mm-hmm. or whatever. Lights go out for a second. Lights get turned on for a second. And it's that Jackson stuck in a wall as a kid mm-hmm. playing this same melody. Jackson stuck in a wall. <laughs> That's his name. Jackson, Jackson stuck, stuck in, a in a wall. I think it's the credit. <laughs> playing this melody as a kid. What's his last name? Maddox? Stuck in a wall. Well, no, that's the middle. Jackson's stuck in the wall. Maddie. Oh, okay. I'm asking what the boy's name is, last name. Maddie. Yeah, I think I have it as Maddox. I can't read my handwriting. Yeah. That's all right. I'm going to write that down because yeah. that's fantastic. That's a missing piece of the puzzle. <laughs> so it, this kid's playing this melody. The mother asked where he had heard it, and he said, Go to the Abbott. Well, you, you probably remember this better than I do. What does the kid say to the mother? He says, Um,. The time to check in the Abaddon, uh, or check into the Abaddon Hotel in 2009, I think. Something like that? Something like yeah. That. And the mother says, what? What'd you say? What? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what'd I say? He's smiling, and he doesn't remember. No, the lights go out. The light, yeah, it's a whole yeah. thing. And then he's like, what? He's like, what? I don't, what? So, okay. And you look at that, like, okay. you Okay, you, you get that step. But the problem is, and something like that hasn't happened in the first one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen in the rest of the movie. Right. Never mentioned in the third movie. Mm-hmm. This is a sole instance. It's a solitary instance. Of, yeah. of, of, of a future. Uh, a past event, actually. A past event that didn't happen with this kid. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't get that. It just doesn't make sense. Right. So, obviously, I mean, in between this time. So, when this person, Jackson, gets stuck inside the house... It's after um, the timeline, at least in the in the movie, is supposed to be after um, the haunted house. You know, after the first one. It's a true sequel. It follows like a couple of Correct. years after. It's, it's supposed to be right the after. Ha- yeah, the yeah. haunted house massacre, or so, malfunction, whatever. Right. So, and this kid is a teenager, twenties. I can't. Twenties, whatever it is. Looks yeah. like it. Um, it's really hard to tell with movies. Sometimes they make kill. You know. Anyway, he goes in. So when he's a kid, it was what like ten at least years before yeah something like that right so before 2009 so somewhere in the 90s this kid decides to he gets some kind of like i don't i don't understand the day that like 97 in the day yeah that uh that he he decides to play the song a casio keyboard on the dining room table he plays this song and but like what relevance it has to because because the whole thing is that you know the the house kind of pulls people toward it right and and that's that happened after the haunted house. So the haunted house uh, from Hell House, the first one, was the catalyst that opened the gate of hell. The um, first one, correct? Right. So yeah. That's yeah. when it. So okay. Right. So what? What I from this is what I think is the thing after the haunted house. Whatever massacre happened in the basement, and the, and the beauty of that, like you don't really get to see exactly what happens down there. Kind of you annoying. see it for yeah. like a second. No, no, no. I love that because I feel like it's so much scarier. Like what I can come up in my head, what I can come up with, excuse me, in my head is so much scarier. I think than what I can see. It's a, it's, okay. a, it's an Alfred Hitchcock. It's uh, a Hitchcockian. It's it's, it's uh, kind of like a yeah. play from that but you know what I mean? And and there is something to that. I you know, I, I feel like so many movies are so gory and graphic. It is nice and refreshing to see one that's kind of like spooky, low key. 
Did you, you get spooky from that? Though? I, I I think the movie was spooky. I wouldn't say it was scary. It was definitely spooky. Like okay. there's there's a part where um the other kid goes into the house. So I'm jumping around. Hold on. Let me stick to. Let's stick to one thing at a time. Yeah. All right. This other kid. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah, I the did song find that it spooky. had no bearing on anything, or <laughs> this kind of weird moment where this kid knew about the Abaddon Hotel. He knew about the future, but he was in some kind of trance. Yeah. And like when I watched the movie, I thought like I I thought like okay, well maybe that's a different take on it, right? Maybe the the house is drawing certain people to it. Maybe it knows. Maybe there's something to like these people were chosen mm. to go to that for whatever reason which is what you would find out that wasn't the case at all right that would have been okay that would have been kind of cool right. i would have been okay with that right that would have been neat no that was it yeah we see that and or at least i haven't found the connection you know what i mean yeah yeah i didn't really take the time to take down like all the people's names who like the, the kids that ran in yeah then it was that like a you know youtuber I mean? kid or facebook live or whatever who, there were a couple yeah, they, so they mentioned that in the... Okay, this this movie's all over... We're all over the place because this movie's kind of all over the place. It starts kind of <laughs> everywhere and then it focuses in. So the beginning's weird. Right. The beginning, it starts off with this kid, Jackson in the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And his crying mother, the song, boom, done. We don't hear from that fucking side of it again. Right. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Then we, we, we were, we're brought into the world of Morning Mysteries. Right. Which is pretty much where most, a majority of the movie sort of... Rest the shoulders on, mm-hmm. which a a terrible name for a fucking like an unsolved mysteries what kind is of thing. That? Who's the morning? It's morning like a, it's, mysteries. It's like a morning talk show. It's like the View, about... except it's like weird cheesy mysteries. I don't know about the View, but it's yeah, it's right? not like four old hags sitting around yelling about politics, right? And, you know, whoever's makeup and shit. Exactly. You know, but 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 they're talking about what you know, morning mysteries. It's in like a cheesy set, you know, with this awful. It's like, a, like back, you know, so this awful funny. like green screen kind of gimmick in the back. Is there really enough spooky stuff to talk about in the morning? You no, know what I mean? which is proven <laughs> by the morning mystery show. There's not enough. It's so weird to have like a morning spooky show. When you're having your coffee, your kids, you got your kids <laughs> off to school and you can you settle and you can drink coffee with two hands on the cup mm-hmm. and then you can watch your mystery shows, <laughs> which is your mystery stories. morning mysteries. There right. You go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of go into this morning mystery show where they explore the Hell House massacre mm-hmm. or malfunction mystery, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a panel of people. There's the host, this blonde chick who's hosting. The panel of people consists of a lawyer of some kind for the Abaddon Hotel or some sort of power of attorney. He's a, yeah, he's a, he works for the town. Yeah, and okay. He's some kind of a representative of the town. And his name is supposed to be Arnold Tasselman. Arnold Tasselman. Um, Spoiler and we find alert. Out... Go ahead. It's okay. You can do it. You can tell them. It's okay. He's not really that guy. He's actually the original owner of the Andrew Abaddon Tully. Hotel, Correct. Andrew Tully. The guy who supposedly. He didn't kill himself. Right. So Whoa. now going back to Jackson, okay, when okay. he says. They never left, right? So he texts. So while he's, you know, in the wall, um, he, his mother and stuff. She's getting text messages from him, and the police are saying that they're coming from inside the house, right? Inside, inside the house, Ooh. right? So so cheap. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I mean, it's so anyway. So the the. 
the text messages are like, you know, come to the Abaddon Hotel. You know, they have no eyes. They have no eyes. They have no eyes. And in the video, he says they're all still here. They never yeah. left. So to me, I think what that means is that, you know, they all died. You know, uh, Andrew Tully did die. And so did all of his followers that were in this cult that had their party in the The original. Basement. Yeah, the, the Dungeons and Dragons party. Correct. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so funny. Dungeons and Dragons party. Andrew Tully, Dragon Master. Dungeon Master, <laughs> Dungeon sorry. Dungeon Master. <laughs> so it, they all, they did die. Apparently, they, wait a minute. Did Tully die? Make sense. Uh-oh. Because then how would he have reached out to Alex before the gate was open? So my theory was that the events at Hell House opened the gate to Hell. Okay. Right? So Abaddon is supposed to be... The portal. The the. The portal to, or the the bear of the apocalypse, um, the the you know the big scary monster that brings forth the apocalypse. Some refer to it as like you know the the entrance, the gateway to the apocalypse, yeah. or to the to, to, to hell. hell. Um, in the second one, as people go into the movie, you see written on the wall in Latin "Est asperta porta." Uh, which is supposed to be the gate is open, mm. right? Literally, I think what they what they were saying was the gate to hell, when, yeah. whatever you know, that little part of the. I think in the first one the floor pops open, yeah. mm. but in the second one at the end you see like the wall, the wall burst yeah. open, and that's just hysterical. You can almost see oh the lights God. popping through, it's like so you can only funny. see like the actual physical lights. Like the <laughs> that's how like <laughs> the cheesy. gels over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, yeah, no, it's totally It takes you out. It takes you out. Part three has a moment like that at mm -hmm. the end also. Yeah. It no, yeah, takes and me in the out. basement. They yeah. have yeah. those awful special effects. Yeah. It takes we'll me out. We'll get to that point. And uh, yeah, so this guy, Andrew T Arnold Tasselman, I thought that, you know, because there's an interesting phenomenon where people die in the house, but somehow they're able to escape, like leave the what house. What is that? So, right. So the first per the in the first movie, Sarah is being interviewed by um, a documentarian right. or at least a group of people who are doing a documentary. Right. And, um, but she's dead. Yeah. She, she died in the house. There's so she can come and go where she house. pleases. Somehow she's able to leave and people are able to see her. That guy, this guy, Arnold Tasselman, he, he even admits in the second one that he is Andrew Tully. Yeah. Okay. How does he come out? Is um, he alive or actually dead? Exactly. Jessica Fox also. She who is, is she? So, okay. So she is one of the main um, actors in the second one. She is the blonde investigative reporter. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, So that's the whole thing. So the second movie involves... Um, it all begins on that morning mystery show. And who involves... has? Hold on, hold on. Let's get through the panel first. Hold on. So we have that guy who's not Andrew Tully. What's his name? Arnold Tasselman. Arnold Tasselman. Mm -hmm. The other guy in the panel is Mitchell. Mitchell, who was uh, in the first one, who worked for the company who was doing the. There's so many documentarians in these. It's three confusing movies that it gets confusing. Yeah, so he was in the first one for a split second. Mm -hmm. He worked on the first movie. Correct. He survived. Right. His his. The, the people who he was doing the documentary with go inside the house at the end of the first right. one and die. He's, he doesn't go He doesn't go, go in, them. so he's still so alive. He's, right. But he curated all the film and tapes right. to kind of get that That were movie. brought by dead Sarah. Right. That were brought by dead Sarah. So, <laughs> From the first movie. Right. So he's on this panel, and also there's a medium, a new character we're introduced to. Brock Davies. Brock Davies, who fucking sucks. Yeah, the acting is terrible. It's so over the top. I mean, it's it's we, unbearable. There's a, there's a list. There's a list of people 
who who get the the bad actor award. Yeah, every one of the credits on the cast portion no, of it. Not all of them. Yeah. Not sorry. All of them. I'm sorry. Nah, I only got taken out of it with like three people. Yeah, okay, so three people, so that would be panelists one, two, and three. <laughs> the host. Mitchell was okay. Mitchell was okay. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. The host was supposed to be, you know, like she's supposed to have like a little attitude on. She had a little attitude and, and supposed to be like, like that fake saccharine, right. you know, host. I, I mean, I get that, and, and I got to tell you, like honestly, I do kind of feel like a dick criticize, like, oh, that's a shitty actor. She, I, I can't. I'm not an actor. I can't. I can't imagine being very good at it. So sitting here being like, oh, that was shitty acting. This is shitty acting. I do kind of feel like a dick. But by the same time, if you're supposed to convey a story and it's so unconvincing that not only do you not believe it or not like lose yourself in it, but you can't help but think of how terrible they're telling the story. Yeah. I, I feel a little less bad about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to criticize too bad, but like it was really bad. Not like over the top bad where it's like it's fun to watch bad. It's like, oh, this fucking sucks. Like it's actually trying to be good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that guy Brock Davies reminds me of the guy who plays Ed Warren in um <laughs> the as actor. Ed Warren. Like and as Ed Warren. Like in the Conjuring movies. So yeah. I was a yeah, I was I was gonna um so Ed Warren is a is a character. He was a real person from the Conjuring movies, uh, and he's played by the guy that looks exactly like Job from Arrested Development. And now you've got this guy. Brock Davies, who is playing a character that looks like that guy playing Ed Warren. So he's playing a character. He looks like someone who's playing a character from someone else who's also playing a different character. Right. He's a character of a character. A character of a character. Of character a squared. Yes. <laughs> yes. Episode two of The Conjuring. So we tackled that. If you want to go back and go ahead and listen, if you haven't, it's a good one. Oh, Ed Warren. It's a good one. Cool. It's a. That one's a that one's a history lesson. Episode two is a history lesson. Go back and listen. It's good. So Brock Davies is a medium. Yeah. And so this morning mystery show has these three people talking about the house incident. And they're all taking it from different points of view, right? So the Andrew Tully guy is talking about there's nothing happened there and everyone's blowing things out of proportion. You mean Arnold Tasselman. Arnold Tasselman, sorry. Everything's blowing. Th- everyone's blowing things out of proportion. Yes, and the he people... calls the the massacre a uh, a malfunction. malfunction, right? And he can't talk about it. Pending lawsuits. Right. Ha ha ha. Right. And then there's what's his name? Russell. Mitchell. 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 Russ? Is exactly. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So um, Mitchell is sort of trying to get the truth out there about this hotel and trying to find his friends the, from the first one, Diane and whoever the cameraman was from. The documentary he worked on. And Brock Davies wants to get in there because he's just, he's a charlatan. Well, he's obviously a media whore. And right. like, it make, and that's obvious. He's, that's the character. Right. And he, yeah. Oh, dear Lord. Excuse me. So this is the noise that you pick this time. <sighs> Sometimes it's your phone. <laughs> Sometimes it's this. Okay. Nobody's perfect. Um, no. So... He, um, so yeah, he just wants to get into the house. Um, because so he has a show, he, can, he has a he show, has like his own show. He wants to do a little seance. Um, so you have the three of them on the panel. Essentially, what ends up happening is they argue about what happens at the hotel, and then fast forward because it really doesn't matter. There are three independent investigative There's reporters, another yeah, group of documentarians. Docu- yeah, exactly. Keep track, just everybody. In case, exactly. Yeah, we'll we'll run down the list of documentarians in a moment, 
Uh, let me just let's try to just get through the chronology here without going off on too many more tangents. <laughs> so. It's not gonna happen. You know the show. <laughs> this is episode six. <laughs> we explore We're every trying. avenue. We're trying. So fast forward through all of that, and there are two, three new characters: a girl named Jessica, a girl named Molly, and a guy named David. Yeah. Um, and Jessica is sort of like the the focal character. It's her and Mitchell who are both, I believe, the focal characters. So Mitchell was on the panel of Morning Mysteries. Jessica calls in while they're in during they're the like show. A, yeah, so she calls in as a yeah, as an audience, as a viewer. Correct. Yeah. Um and she says, you know, she says like she wants to get into the house because apparently there's footage and old historical information left from the satanic cult in the eighties. She has information that's in yeah. the basement. Right. So she yeah. gets an anonymous tip. That yeah. there's uh, some stuff in the basement, and um, they want to get to the bottom. They want to get the, uh, the Abdon Hotel. Exactly. So they they want to get into um, the basement where all the all the shit happens. So uh, that's essentially what ends up happening. They all pretty much meet um, at the Abaddon Hotel. Mitchell and Jessica, Molly, Molly and David. David. Right. David is the cameraman. Molly and Jessica are together. The three of them are investigative journalists. Mitchell is the one who made the documentary from of the first Hell House to begin with. So his friends, uh, Diane and um, oh, forgettable on. cameraman Jonathan, Jonathan, or that too. Um, they die at the end of the first one. Yeah. He doesn't end up going into the house with them, so obviously he doesn't die. He compiles the footage that Dead Sarah gives him, who was a character in the first one, and uh, makes a documentary um, under the Wynn Media Corporation. Now, this yes. is also another interesting thing, going all the way back from the first one and only really being introduced in the third movie, for you know, for real. Uh, yeah. We don't learn about Russell Wynn, and we'll talk about that in a minute, until the third movie. So that's one of the, another thing that's really interesting about this is that, like, you know, these I think that's characters what got you. I think that's what roped you. I think was the closing the loop on the third one is what got you. I, I needed to understand. I know. <laughs> and I still don't think I do because yesterday I thought I had at it and now i i don't i don't i think i, I don't think you're have it. looking into these movies so deep my goodness yeah i probably am but like isn't that fun oh i agree isn't that the fun of it you know what i mean a thousand percent you know? a thousand percent there's uh there's no harm in it no i think it's fun i agree um so okay so right so jessica and molly and uh david three investigative journalists uh, Mitchell on the panel did the documentary of the original Hell House. They go into the house together um, to retrieve Molly, these tapes. To right. go That's right the point to go of hunting this excursion exactly to right. go into the basement hunting for you know just info, just whatever stuff they can find about the hotel right. um, and the history. It turns out that stuff was put down there and kind of planted down there because the person who who sends Jessica the package with the like the anonymous package of information about the hotel is actually that guy Arnold Tasselman. Who's also... So he's on the panel in the beginning in Morning Mysteries telling yeah. them that there's nothing wrong with the house and everyone is blowing this whole thing out of proportion and it's ruining the name for the town of Abaddon and nothing happened down there and he doesn't understand why all this is such an issue. Meanwhile, he's actually the person behind all of it. Right. Right. So he sends... Scumbag. <laughs> so <Liar>. he... <laughs> nice. Satanic Dungeon guy. master. Yeah. 
satanic dungeon master. Yeah. You never see him in a cloak, though. That's the thing. What the fuck is that about? Yeah. There's so many what the fuck is that about coming up. So Arnold Tasselman is the person who's like, don't go in there. And I don't understand why everybody's so interested in it. And meanwhile, he's actually the one that plants the stuff down there to begin with and knows that that girl, Jessica, is going to get that package with the info and want to go down there and investigate right. more because, you know, it's the kind of person she is, right. I guess. And knowing yeah. that Mitchell will also go in because he's looking for Diane. Right. And Jonathan. And Brock Davies, he knows, will go in before his own fame and... Whorish nature. Fame and whore. Horshin. Nice. Instead of fortune. Horshin. Fortune. Fortune. I like it. It's like a whore for fortune. A fortune whore. A fortune whore? A fortune. A fool. To find his fortune. Forger? <laughs> it's a completely different none of word. This is, none of this is working. Um, so... <laughs> Forger. Forcher. So they get in there. They get in the house. They 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 finally get into the house mm-hmm. after they're looking for these tapes and more information. And of course, it does not go smoothly. No, of course, of course not. It's not get the tapes and get out. Right. They get in and they're fucking stuck. <laughs> right. Let's, long story right, short, so they end stuck. up they end up getting stuck. Um, they end up all meeting at the door at the same time, and you know, going in at the same time. Of course, the doors open. Um, Naturally. Right. Just like every other person every other trying instance, to go the in, door the door open opens yeah. um, before they come in. In this case, all they had to do was kind of like pull the door. I have a stupid open. question. Yes. So do you think that there's one of the ghosts are opening the doors? you think someone's designated to be the door opener? <laughs> or do you think the house, is there some sort of power that the spell of some kind that they place over the house that opens the door? Is the house itself a entity that is allowing people in there. That's a really good question. Do you think they have a rotating ships of who opens the door? <laughs> this time Sarah's on. It's Monday, Sarah's on door duty. <laughs> and then the next day it's, you know, anonymous cloak asshole gets it. You know? Do you think they have to draw straws? I don't know. They had the clown on door duty several times. Okay, now the clown... I kind of saw through the clown in the first movie. I, I don't, it didn't bother I me. I love that clown in the second one there's a moment where all three are trying to find a way out of, once they've gone in the house they, they're trying to find a way out of the house of course one minute the clown's not there the next minute they turn around and the clown is there blocking a staircase or a door one of the two no he was just there was it just there the door was all the other doors had locked and closed right they had to get that door was right. open and the clown there was, was a, just like a mannequin like a clown with a, a clown with which is kind of a a bald-headed, rubber-masked clown with sort of very monochromatic, like makeup. Not really. It's kind like of, it's, it looks like it's uh, crying bloody tears. Bloody tears, yeah. Like blood coming out of it. Not like a scary Pennywise. If you've clown. seen the Hell House movie, you know which yeah. clown it is. Yeah. There's only one clown that that recurs and all. Right, movies. and I saw through it. I didn't give it too much of a thought the in the first one. The second one, though, when it was there blocking mm-hmm. it, it scared the shit. It's startling for the mm-hmm. for the characters. But then, and then they're like, it's just a mannequin. Just go past it, mm-hmm. and then it sort of just turns its it head. Moves, it, it's it turns on. its head and looks uh-huh. at the the characters, and they flip out. That, yeah. I thought that was and one of the, the hits door of this movie. Closed. I thought that was one of the parts of the movie that I really thought it was really cool mm-hmm. because you don't really see that in the first one. It's just sort of this mannequin that's just kind of scary there. No, remember that they they. The heads turn in the first one. Yeah, but it turns, but you don't see it turn. It's like looking. It's like the lights yeah. go out, then they turn back on, then the head's in a different position. Yeah. Like, okay, that's that's one thing. And I expected it in this one to be the same, but the fact that it wasn't yeah, that it was actually, I thought it was really cool. It was like something I didn't see coming, yeah. which was nice. 
like, so I thought that was really cool. Moving in front of and you. they kind of like that just... scream of kind of like, oh, yeah. that kind of oh shit scream that the kind of the characters kind of let out when they see the quote unquote mannequin turn its head, which I thought was really cool. Did another good question though, uh, because like you know they're in the house and they end up from the basement to the first floor all the way up to the second floor back down again and up you know that girl molly uh so they get they end up they end up in the house in the basement you know some weird stuff happens the the girl so as i said there's jessica molly and david and this guy mitchell together in there molly stays outside she's scared to go in yeah and they're like you know what we need somebody to stay and watch out for cops and stuff like that we've got the walkie talkies just stay out here so she apparently thinks she she alleges that she gets uh, communique she, right communique, <laughs> dear lord oh yeah c- commu- communique uh <laughs> sure um <laughs> well, it is yeah over the walkie-talkie that like you know they they told her to like run into the house they needed her help meanwhile they never did that which like i I like those things. You know what I mean? First of all, I like those things. Like, it's such a stupid thing. She comes in. She's like, what What the hell, guys? Like, why did you tell me to come in? And they're like, we didn't tell you to come in. Yeah. And like, if from that perspective, like you're you're down there in the basement with them. They're looking through the boxes. Like they make it down there. Then all of a sudden they hear, hey, guys, like I'm at the front door. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? What are you doing and they go here? up. Like and you kinda, told me to yeah. come here. I think that's I I like those things like it, it that's a it's a common thing it happens in a lot of horror movies yeah but I kind of I don't know I really like that you know okay. what I mean because it's this like mis you know what I mean like that miscommunication I where her to come outside from. with her walkie talkie hearing them telling her to come in like you know what I mean and yeah. I see the scare factor on both sides I yeah. don't know maybe my imagination is <laughs> too vivid you know what your imagination um. made the movie better for you so you know what. Yeah, good, no, good I, on I you don't, then. I don't, um, I do not apologize for liking no. things that I like. No. But um, this, uh, this I thought was weird, you know. So they, they start off in the basement, right? Molly comes in. They all go up to the second floor because Mitchell's like, all right, this shit, th- this is, shit's happening. Yeah. Right? We'll talk about Brock Davies in a minute. Yes. Um, but shit's happening. So let's go up, you know, and get the hell out of here. So they're trying to get out. And they go to the first floor. They see some stuff. We'll talk about that in a second. Then they go upstairs. But then the lights go out and Molly disappears. There's a note on the door that says that she's in the basement. Oh, yeah. They kind of. Yeah. They, right? they, they're chased into the bedroom by into a bedroom, whatever, a, a room mm-hmm. by what was, wasn't the clown, was it? No. It wasn't the clown. It was another scary thing. It was a girl. It was it just was, a girl. Yeah. It was a, oh, the hitchhiker black. girl. Wasn't yeah. that hitchhiker girl that they did that? No, little... no, no, no. That was the, that um that gay couple. Yeah. That was uh, that picked, that picked her, up the hitchhiker. Wasn't that the wasn't same girl. okay. Yeah, was so another girl. scary girl. Yeah, another oh. scary dead oh, girl. Oh, no. So those in the movie before. <laughs> yeah, right. They chase her. They chase them into a room. They kind of close the door behind them. They put a dresser up. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of trying to figure out a way out of this room. Lights go out. Mm-hmm. And then the door's open, dresser's yeah. moved, and there's a note on the door. And everyone's gone. Like, Every- uh, and Molly's, Molly's gone. Molly's gone. So they have to go down. So they go. So the, my point, though, is that without, I think we're dissecting it too much. My point, though, is that they go from the basement to the first floor, up to the second floor. Then they got to go back down to the basement to go get Molly. And up and down. And, and, and they don't get killed yet. And I guess I just don't understand what, like, what's that about. Why? Why wait? Why are they playing with them? Why? Why make them go up and down? Why yeah. not just like if that's what they're there for? Just you know, that's a good point. You know what I mean? You know that if is a gonna, really good point. Because everyone else just gets taken. Why yeah. not them? 
Why you make them I mean? kind of go up and down the stairs and into rooms? They can easily and they're kill gonna them let and be them done with just it. Just stay in the room when we all know they can just kind of appear anywhere they want. Yeah, to. that's a good point. You know, that's a really good point. Yeah, I guess I, I never really quite understood that part of the because they're dead. So I really don't see. It's not like they're alive and like psychotic and they like to play with people. They're like right, dead yeah. entities. I, I they you know that's true. I'm not so. I don't know. You think I don't get that part. Maybe maybe they were arguing who's going to kill them. <laughs> right? Just like the door so. duty thing, like who who's going <laughs> to who's going to be on murder duty, who's on door duty. Yeah. Right? Who's on email duty? Yeah. So they can sell poor Jordan's mom emails. <laughs> That's a good question though. Why do they do that? Yeah. Doesn't I fit. I don't, I don't get the point. You know, and then there's that point where they're like actually down in the basement looking through those boxes of things and the clown walks past them. Yeah. But like doesn't come in. Yeah, you just it's just scaring them. Past them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not supposed to scare us. You're not supposed to be worried about what they're doing. They're sifting through boxes. They're talking to each other. Right, because everything's done because so it's on video. Is, right. What you're seeing, right. So don't forget that everything is we never right, stop filming. Right, From right. the first, second, and third, it's we never stop filming. The cameras never go off. I go to the bathroom. This thing that, comes yeah, with exactly. me. Yeah, that's how they Everyone explain that away. That. Um, yeah. The first one they do it, you know... Uh, Alex wants us to film this, you know, film from everything. Yeah. The second one, they uh, they just, they have a... They're uh, investigative reporters. Exactly. They have a rule. So they just never turn the camera off. That's right? that their gimmick is. They, they, they keep the camera rolling from All idea inception till the very end, until yeah, exactly. premiere. And then in the third one, um, you know, everyone is actually yeah. given cameras oh, to film. So, and, and yes, we're going to get to that in, I think, just a minute, because there's really not a whole lot more to talk about about the second movie. You know, it's, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of like the beginning and end of it. They, they get together to go in and find, you know, uh, stuff about the history of the hotel. Mitchell goes because, you know, he kind of has a soft spot it seems for diane who died in the first one yeah and i don't think he's looking to find her i think he's just looking to find out what happened to her because yeah nobody yeah. could ever figure they never out. found the body of yeah. course well, there's a bunch of people whose bodies they never found right um, a lot of guys girlfriends are <laughs> actually yeah <laughs> good on you if you know what movie that's from <laughs> that's awesome so to get back to when they were in, like, on the second floor, um, going up and down looking for Molly, okay. one of the parts that I was talking about a moment ago was when uh, they were on the main floor, and I was like, well, more happens there. So this is what happens when they're on the main floor. They end up walking in on uh, the aftermath of Brock Davies's visit to the hotel. So remember when I said earlier that... The three of them, Molly, Jessica, and David, met with Mitchell. Yeah. And then together, out of nowhere, it seems, Brock Davis just kind of shows up with his own cameraman right. to go inside of the um, of the hotel. To well. make a convoluted story more convoluted, <laughs> let's introduce this other asshole. Correct. <laughs> who, who is only there for the sake of making it like fucking... five minutes. Yeah, who's only making it more complicated with no he real... Nothing to gain. to be there. No. There was no... There was absolutely no, was no use for, for him no. whatsoever. No. Just an interesting sort of scene to kind of make you go, <gasps> you know what I mean? Oh, with um, the, um, the the Ouija board thing? The, with the planchette, yeah, from the Ouija board. Yeah. But also, um, the, which, and that, that's another fun part, uh, but also the mannequins in the room that kind of like, you know, like it's dark and then like the sun is rising as they're in there so you can see a little bit more and more and the the mannequins that are in it's there. It's worth noting, yeah, that 
Yeah. The, the, they never took any of the props out yeah. from Hell House over the years, despite no, the... No, it was abandoned right after that all happened. Right. They, they boarded the place up Despite right away. the fact that there was a malfunction and there were dead bodies in there. Oh, Despite yeah. all that, right. it was never, not a mannequin, not a prop, nothing was taken <laughs> out of there. Not a fucking thing was taken out of there. So Except for seven people. Some people were not taken out. They would the bodies were never found. Mm-hmm. They were brought to hell, I'm assuming. So all what you see throughout the house is still leftovers from the first movie mm-hmm. from the Hell House thing. Even the fucking sign that says Hell House yeah, is still, still on, with, the on the floor. It's also there in the third one. It's worth mentioning. Clean up. <laughs> Get a company in. Throw some fucking fantastic on the floors. Yeah, Give it a mop. Come on now. Yeah. Really? Very annoying. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That's okay. <laughs> so, um, so Brock Davies uh, goes into the dining room, and he's like, "Here we are in the dining room, which is a very important so part yeah. of the house because this is where Andrew Tully and his followers committed suicide." Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then, and then he, you know, he has his little piece of chalk and his planchette, and he puts a, a Y and an N on the table. He writes for it yes on the no table questions. like chalk, yeah. Yeah, um, and starts asking the house questions, <laughs> and like whatever's there actually answers. <laughs> yeah. Wish you would have called him an asshole. Right. So uh, he's like, you know, am I speaking to the spirit of Andrew Tully? And things in the middle, and it flies over to no. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) And then he just continues talking as if the miracle of that thing flying across the table wasn't enough to just stand back and stand up and be like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's one thing to see something like scoot a little. Did I see that move? Right. I don't know. It's another thing to see something fuddling, fucking, fucking hurtling. A fucking exorcist style <laughs> planchette move. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like what? Which yeah. also, by the way, same fucking reaction. Oh, huh, there it goes. Look at that. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> Did you not see that thing move by itself? What? He wasn't even touching it. Yeah. He just had it. And at the, the same table thing in the exorcist. Flew right over. Regan wasn't touching it. Right. Nah, no one was touching Again, it. Again, yeah. and everyone was completely oh, nonchalant about this fucking thing moving by itself on a fucking Ouija board. Oh, look you at that. You know what, though? To be fair to the exorcist, they were also kind of whatever about the bed shaking. The doctor literally said, you know, uh, your the problem isn't with your daughter's bed, it's with her brain. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the bed was literally jumping I think there's something down. wrong with fucking, what's her name's brain? The mom's brain. There's something wrong with a lot of people's brains, it yeah. seems. Uh, these big, big red flags just seem to be like, okay. I don't know. I just thought that was I don't funny. Know. If like, they're is not, he used to seeing that if, happen? Right. If he's not, at least at the very least, surprised. <laughs> not even a little. Slightly <laughs> um, uh, disturbed. Um, even a little proud of himself. Proud? You know what I mean? Or even an acknowledge. <laughs> I'll take an acknowledgement. If you're not even going to acknowledge the scary, spooky, supernatural occurrence as a viewer, mm. why should I care? What <laughs> what what do you want to get out of me if the characters in the moment couldn't give a shit? Why yeah, should I give a shit? They don't. They don't quite acknowledge. I just. I thought it was funny how that that was just a given. You're right. It yeah. moves. You know, it just moves, and he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> and just keeps asking it questions. Yeah. And that's you know 
oh, you know, are you planning to do anyone in this house harm? And it goes to yes. So like it stays on yeah. yes, whatever, like last yeah. thing he asked it. And he's like, oh. And then all of a sudden, nooses like drop from the right. ceiling. But like, we're, so there's a lot of like one takes as in like they, they'll do a long take. They won't cut. Right? Mm -hmm. So they'll they'll look at them, you know, uh, and the camera will be facing them while they're talking. And then the camera will pan and then pan back. Right. But not cut. Right. right. So it does this several times while they're talking. And then, you know, one moment, you you know, the camera turns to see like all of the um, leftover props, which are basically like mannequins, you know, right. like, like dolls and mannequins. Yeah. And... Like all bloody and like like pieces ripped off their faces and sure. stuff like that. They're all kind of hanging out in the dining room. It pans and, you know, it, it, it looks across the room and it sees the, you know, you see the um, the mannequins and the, the uh, dolls left over from the haunted house. And when it goes back, all of a sudden, there are these little nooses hanging like, I don't know, it looks like three inches from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> these little yeah. tiny like cup-sized nooses. <laughs> it's really cute. Uh, <laughs> Mini Three nooses. of them in there, yeah. Mini nooses, mini nooses. Nice. So, so these nooses just kind of appear, you know, in the ceiling, and they're like, "Wait a minute, uh, were those there a second ago? That's kind of weird, right?" Literally says that. That that's the weird thing. So, but you know, okay, whatever. We'll just push that aside. That's when he gets to the table and he sits down. He puts the Y and the N on the table and he starts yes. asking the house questions, and the planchette moves, and that's normal, right? Oh. I would like to have seen him get kind of freaked out by it and Just kind of hammer the point like, home that he's a fucking whoa. liar. Like if you would have, you know, right. So if he would have get kind of freaked out and kind of had some reaction, <laughs> then you could deduce like, oh, and I like get it. Like his he's, pants and run out of the house. Right. You know, and have like a scene with him where he kind of flips out. Yeah. Where you can kind of like, oh, we see he was full of shit the whole time. Then you could explain the shitty acting on Morning Mysteries. Right. As opposed to just it being like, yeah, he's a real medium. Right. What? Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. So then he does his, you know, his his thing. And I, you know, I really can't remember whether there are any cuts, but I really want to say that there aren't. Mm. The camera just turns, you know, then all of a sudden where the mannequins are in the dining area, a girl just stands up. Of course. And they're like, oh, shit. Okay, okay. We don't want anything. We're just going to leave. They try to run away. They try to run away, but you don't really see what happens to them until uh jessica molly mitchell and david are running up from the basement and um they end up running into the dining room and see them hanging right in the dining room so um with with yes written all over like the table like a hundred you know yeah the last question he asked it is are you planning on doing anyone harm in the yeah. hotel so the table just yes 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 yeah. yes like written you know what I mean? Um, I have a quick question. Really great penmanship, by the it way. It was good penmanship. Fantastic penmanship. I wonder who did that one. Someone in the art department. No, in the movie. Oh. Like, if they picked out the one who has good penmanship, it was just random just having to get someone with good penmanship. <laughs> How did they get the video that was taken from the Brock Davies cameraman? I would assume that the Wynn Media Corporation took the footage from the camera. Where'd they get the ca From their okay. camera, which was there. If they're both hanging in the room, the camera's still I in guess. the room. I guess, yeah. Okay. So either Andrew Tully or Ar Arnold Arnold Tesselman. Tesselman's um, made up. It's around here. 
that we learn what actually happens because Andrew Tasselman does the evil giveaway plot thing. Oh, yeah, they do the James um, Bond. Yeah. yeah, he tells you his whole master plan. tell you my evil plan now. And this, is where, <laughs> this is where I kind of had a, an idea where I thought I knew what was happening, but it turns out I don't. Anyway, so what he says is that having people come to the house is a cause and effect. You know, he... He sends things out and people come to the hotel. He was the one that got Alex to start and open the haunted house. Yeah, he convinces him to do the mm-hmm. Hell House. To do Hell House there. Exactly. At that house, yeah. You know, and then in the second movie, um, he's been feeding tapes, he says, to another person. We yes. find out in the third one that that third person is Russell Wynn. Right. Right. So the video that he f- that was filmed, um, and this is one of the things like they you know they say like we never stop filming. Yeah. Um, it seems as though there's a reason for that because the tapes are sent to other people for to draw them to the house mm. so that they die and then those tapes I didn't are think sent about to it that more way. people, yeah. and that's how they get. I don't know what see that and that's the thing. I'm not exactly like I I understand what they're doing or what what. Andrew Tully's doing or Andrew Tasselman or Arnold what the hell's his name Arnold Tasselman AT um, AT either way uh, Alex AT. Taylor also was an AT just so that you're aware but um, <clears throat> I'm not really so sure what they're using the people for like they keep drawing people yeah, to the, the house point? and killing them but it's not like they're joining their satanic cult they seem to just be dying in the house like do they need a certain amount of people to open up the gate for sure or for good a certain I don't get it I don't I don't get that part either they don't really they don't explain, explain that it. so but like what are they feeding these people to a monster or I want to see the monster do they need is it like a sacrifice thing that they need to appease some you yeah. know, to appease satan like I don't they, that's not quite on see he doesn't really say that in his little monologue yeah, about what he's doing exactly why oh this is getting worse (laughs) it doesn't have to be a point see he's the psychotic lunatic that's you know playing with people uh what the hell the people in the house are that that i still don't quite know because now that i'm not so sure about the gate i don't know if the people in the cloaks are alive or dead i thought everyone in the house was dead before and the gate was what allowed them Maybe to not. come and go from the house. I don't. Th- yeah. But I don't think that that's the case because um, then this guy Arnold Tasselman, aka Andrew Tully, there's video footage of him uh, speaking to Alex Taylor in the flesh in the house, though. That's the difference. Yeah, he brings him into in the, the house. house. Maybe he couldn't leave the house until the gate opened. He died in the house, and he stayed in the house. He got. Alex to come to the house to talk to him hmm. and then when Hell House opened see that does make sense now okay so my theory is correct the gate opened with Hell House the gate to yes. hell okay opened with Hell House okay and that's said at the end of the third movie and I'm jumping way ahead right now but you know the at the end I mean we're gonna get there anyway but the end of the third movie uh, the gate is essentially closed right that's like Woo-hoo. the big ending to the whole thing um, this We're other guy, Russell Wynn, who we'll talk about in a moment, ends up closing the gate to hell. Um, oh and he says that Alex opened the gate. Yeah. So I think that the gate officially like opened. In the first one. In the first one. Yeah. When the massacre happened in the basement. Okay. While the haunted house things was going. Yeah. 
you see like the floor pop you know what i mean yes, like rocks and stuff coming yeah. out of the ground you hear the sound of horses yeah um and uh you know and then people screaming and running and scrambling right. you don't really get to see what happens but anyway the gate apparently opens that day and that is when we see andrew arnold tasselman Andrew Tully, whoever the hell he is, AT, AT, out and about. Because I'm thinking to myself, well, if the if the portal opening is what allows the dead people to come and go, how did how did AT get the other AT, Alex Taylor, to open the haunted house in the first place? When we see them speaking to each other before the haunted house happens, but that's because Alex is inside the house, right? So, so he can only leave after the portal's after open. The portal opens. But why is that? Con- All right. I don't know. That I don't know. But I think that's what the movie people were trying to convey. Is it possible? I think that that's it. That I'm too stupid to understand no. how this works because it seems really super complicated. No. I think it's more possible that I'm too stupid to realize that I am chasing nonsense that probably does they. I don't think they thought as far as I'm thinking. Maybe, quite frankly, I think maybe I'm thinking you for need me. to write some Hell House fan Fanfic. fiction or some kind of companion piece. Not a, not a, not a, not a fanfic. I'm not going to say that because. <laughs> well, the Abaddon tapes are coming out. Um, yeah, there's a part four planned. Like okay, all right. So before we start talking about movies that aren't even made yet, let's get through two. Okay, so. Well, I think we're pretty much done with two. We okay, have... so who dies? Everyone. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. No in the one lives. But but you well, see, um, Jessica, which so was the blonde the investigative reporter. Fantastic hair, by the way. Can I just mention that her hair? She has beautiful, beautiful blonde hair. But not only that, she has it styled in such a way where it like does this curl over, and then she kind of puts it like a half ponytail in the back. It's really pretty. Why don't you put that up on the Instagram? <laughs> Go ahead. I'll put it up on the Watch Instagram. Watch podcast on Instagram. Follow. <laughs> Lots of happy fun times. We do post some funny things. Eh, from time to time. No, we do. Most no, it's good. It's a good time. Funny. Yeah. So follow Most along. Pretty good. I like it. Our, our visual companion piece. <laughs> but yeah, she has really pretty hair. But she, um, you know how like, you know, uh, they she's trying to draw people into the house, I suppose, as well. Because you see her... In what looks like a police interrogation room, uh, she's you know at a table, bloodied up, bloody up, bruised, bloody hair all fucked up, shit all over her face, dirty. You know what I mean? Looks like she had a run in with Chris Brown. <laughs> oh no, no, I can't do that one. No, do we like Rihanna too much? To me, oh no, funny. I don't care about that. I just what if I said Ike Turner? Would that, would that be funny? Well, that's funny because Ike Turner is ridiculous. And so is Tina Turner. You see... Christina's dancing. <laughs> like Tina Turner would in the 70s. That's funny. Chris Brown and Rihanna, eh, they're not funny people. Too they're soon. not funny looking. No. They're not. There's nothing no. funny about them. Like and Tina Turner though, that's funny. Oh, Tina Turner in and of her Tina Turner was funny. For me, Tina Turner is forever captured in the what's love got to do with it video. <laughs> that's how I picture her now, then, before. That's it. She is a snapshot in my brain of that. <laughs> anyway, cool. back to it. She's all beaten up in this interrogation room. 
in being interviewed by cops asking her what happened yes um and you know so she's and she's kind of like incoherent sort of you know just like you know muttering and yeah. you know not really speaking in any being in unhelpful any, yeah, you know, um, she just screams. You know, there's like this slight moment where, you know, uh, police officer sort of kind of gets oh, in view of the camera. Right. And you Be- see, like, before she's got this, she does like, that, devilish though. grin on right. her face. Before that, they, she, where, where, you know, she kind of spurts out, you know, the Abaddon Hotel. Go to the Abaddon Hotel. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of went, okay, they kind of get up and walk in front, you know, you kind of, the camera's focusing on her face. She has this catatonic look on her face. A presumably a cop walks, you know, into the frame of the camera mm-hmm. and walks past it. So then all of a sudden, next you see this girl's face is sort of this devilish, zombie-ish kind of dead face camera. Then someone walks in front of the camera again, and it's back to that catatonic mm-hmm. look. So you're supposed so you to get, see that she's dead. She's dead. She died in the house. So they gave her the day pass to get <laughs> out of the house <laughs> to get people to come in. <laughs> I love the day pass idea. It's so funny. <laughs> Because I mean that's really what it is. It's these like a bathroom are pass. Dead. Yeah, these these people yeah. are you know they de- like you heard Mitchell kill them. Yeah, in the house. Yeah, they died mm-hmm. in in the they're dining all dead. room. They're all dead. They're all still there. They're all though. dead. And they're all they have still no there. eyes. They're all still there. They have no yeah. eyes. Jordan's in the wall. Mm-hmm. But he knew the song. Oh, by the way, about that song in the beginning. Yeah, no mention. Don't worry about that. That's. That wasn't anything you need to concern yourself with. What do you mean? The rest of this movie. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. But you also hear it in the third one. Of course you do. You hear the song, but you don't know what it means. Right. So, credits. (laughs) Essentially. um, Yeah, you hear the evil plan. You realize that, you know, everything that's drawing people to the house is actually being sent out on purpose. Right. But you don't know why they have to be in the house and die. Exactly. So that's still, we don't get that. That's still a mystery. There's there's the cloak people. There's the missing people, the dead people. Who's alive? Who's dead? Who can leave the house? Who can't leave the house? Don't worry about it. How they can send emails. That's, don't worry about about, it. Right. And now who can and who can't, right? So after the end of the movie, you know, after the end of the movie, that's the credits. Um, but after the, so sorry, in the aftermath of the end of the third movie, you know, they, you, you find out the four of them, the original four, Alex, Sarah, the Hell House um, crew. Mac and Tony. Right. Um, cannot leave the house. Right. After that. So they don't so get the day for pass. Some, you know what I mean? Everyone else seems to get a Maybe pass. Maybe it's Russell seniority. Be- yeah. Uh, this, this other girl, Vanessa, Jeff, we, we'll talk about them in a well, minute. Well, Sarah gets to go. Because she gets, and that's yeah. which how she gets out. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wonder so what the criteria like, what, is to leave. Now that's another thing. Like I want to look. Now I feel like I need to look even closer to figure out like what the hell is the criteria. And I'm just going to send the director, like a, or the writer. Maybe you email. need like a formal application. <laughs> you have to ask for like you need like a permission slip, like a field trip. <laughs> a date I don't pass know. And a, and a, and a uh, chaperone. A chaperone. Yes. Oh. <laughs> So many questions. The camera's the chaperone. Come on now. The camera's the chaperone. Now we're getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Now let's dive into part three. Let's do part three. Lake of Fire. Mm -hmm. That's the subheading. Hell House uh, LLC 3, Lake of Fire. If there weren't enough L's, we found another one. Right. (laughs) Hell House LLC Lake of Fire. Now that would mean something if Lake of Fire was mentioned in part one or two. It is. It's not. It is. When um when Arnold when AT is giving giving out his master plan, he mentions Nirvana's unplugged performance of Lake of Fire, and says that that was the best one 
on the whole. No. Um, <laughs> not quite. That's not. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Because clearly it's not the best song on that performance. But anyway. That's where bad folks go when they die. That's what I hear. It's also a uh, a cover. It is a cover. Not quite Most of the on songs it. on that performance were covers. covers. Yeah. yeah. So here's Nirvana talk with Jared and Christina. <laughs> um, part three, Lake of Fire. Oh, yeah. But he, he sorry. He does mention, he, he says, we will have our Lake of Fire Ugh, yeah, uh, okay. while he's telling. Um, it seems like they, they the knew business. this going in. They had part three set up. I think that they had all three movies written by the first time. I wish that were true because no, then it I would really make sense. I think it was. It, it, would, it does make sense no, when you think about no. it that way. And I'm, I'm going to oh, point to examples mean, of why it doesn't make sense. Wait, 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 wait. Why the movies don't make sense or why having all three of them made before the first one came out doesn't make sense? That theory is wrong, I which, think. Which one? <laughs> I just gave the, you two questions. Both. <laughs> you said yes. Both. So I think that, I, I think... Have you having said that they had all three movies planned out? Yeah. Before like starting the first one or whatever, I think that's wrong because there were parts in the third one that sort of call back to the first, but it wasn't actually in the first one. Like what? Like Russell Wynn being in all these different places. Oh yeah. Th- scattered throughout, but you you, you don't we saw see, these yeah. scenes already. We saw them. Yeah, we'll get to. Uh... And, and he wasn't that's there. An important part. So yeah. if you want to do that, like that's great. You want to do it, and have this little Easter egg thing to make people go back and watch it, and, I did. and they can see it. But weren't you disappointed when you so looked pissed. and it wasn't there? This is my point. I was so pissed. This is my point. They didn't do this on purpose. Going so back Jared's is a talking cheap, about cheap, 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 cheap. Sorry. Yeah, they they do. Yeah, they do that. Um, you know that 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 thing that movies do at the end where they're like. See, this person knew all along. They were there from the start. And they'll show them like in the background here. And they'll show them in the background there from the beginning of the story toward the end. And you're like, oh, my God, they were there the whole time. Right. Um, they try to pull that shit in this movie. Um, in the third one. With this character named Russell, who is like, I think he's supposed to be the angel to this place's, you know, hell hole. He owns the media corporation that put out the documentary. The Wind Corporation. That also seems to, um, that Morning Mysteries also seems to fall under the umbrella of. Mm. And that's the Russell Wind Media Corporation. So we we talk about that earlier in in this podcast. So what happens with the third one, where you'll you'll see a character in, in, in the end, turns out to be a really important part of the story, and you see that they're in the background, you know, in, in, in this part, the beginning of the movie. You the didn't notice the them movie. because they weren't the focal point. Right, but they show you toward the end, like, oh, look, they were there, they were there, they were there. And they do that in at the at, in the last movie of this series. And it makes you want to go back and watch the first two to see them. You know we what did. I mean? And be like, oh, my God, and, and he's not there. He's not there. He's not. You, you know, he's supposed to be in the diner where Alex um, and Mac... And the rest of them are having their initial conversation about about doing Hell House in that the Abaddon in the, Hotel. In the hotel, yeah. Um, when Jessica, Molly, David, and Mitchell are at this bar, um, bar restaurant kind of place that they go to, he's supposed to be there, right? Um, he wasn't, and there. he's not there. No. So, 
Um, that really irritated me because I went back to see that movie to see if he was there and right. he wasn't. There. And I was like, wait, I didn't even see it. I had to actually, we so we watched the whole movie. And when we got to the end of the movie, I was like, wait a minute. Was he there? We had to go back. So we went back and watched the other ones again. See, no, he wasn't there. Just to see if he was there again. He wasn't there. I was so pissed off. Yeah. And we did that. We did that with the second one too. Yeah. We looked for him when they're supposed to be at the bar. And in the, in the third movie, they like pass each other. Like one's going in, one's coming out. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. Like you see nope. them go in and no Does one not passes them yeah. at all. It's it's really disappointing. That I, I I was kind of disappointed that they decided to put that in at the end they could have without expli- having right. it. They could have explained there. that stuff another way without having to be the sort of shoehorned sliding doors kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. They, they could have found a better way to do it. And I think it just comes across to me, to me as lazy. Or if you're going to do that, at least fucking pull a Star Wars and be like, and like superimpose this shithead passing by or at a cut scene yeah. or a director's cut and be like, oh, yeah. you see, he was there all along. Yeah. Whatever. Try to fool me. They uh, they have a thing called a reshoot. And, <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, I've, I've done, I've worked on uh, a couple of those. And it's, it's, it's pretty common. You know, we, I've worked, I worked on a reshoot once that was like nine months after the original scene was shot. You know, they get it pretty exact it's it's possible yeah so i don't know maybe there were circumstances who the fuck what do i know but um it did seem really lame i was really hoping that he would be there um you know at the end of those and he wasn't and he wasn't it's really well what's the third one about let's get into it with the third one the abaddon hotel opens up again for a performance uh event there's like a live performance called, called Insomnia, Insomnia correct. which is pretty much the play Faust. Yes, um, and there are actors sent up there, and um, there'll be an audience, and it's like a live action play where you're not an audience member sitting in a theater watching something happen. You're on following stage. the characters throughout that. The ca- right, the characters are like speaking at a table. You're standing around them, just kind of watching it happen. It's a cool following. idea, it's by the way. Cool. Super cool. I really like. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. I have no idea, but I think it's a really cool idea. I I check something like that out just because it's different. Yeah, you know, that'd be and cool. the audience members are standing there wearing masks, so they're you know, oh yes, handed, right, like a white mask. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. I forgot about the mask. So that they're not like part of the... Yes. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, okay. So it's basically them setting the house up, getting ready for that play. Just like in the first one where they set the house up to get ready for oh, the yeah, haunted yeah. house. In this case, they're setting the house up, getting ready for the play. They don't sleep in the house in this That was one. one of the rules. Correct. So this guy, uh, Russell Wynn... Media giant. He is, yeah, he's like this billionaire media giant, you know, owns his own, same media giant owns, obviously owns his own media company. Uh, you know, he just has unlimited funds and resources and people are, couldn't quite get like what a guy like that would want to do putting on a production of Faust essentially in the middle of nowhere, New oh, York. Abaddon, New York. Yeah. yeah. Does Abaddon, New York exist? I don't know. Hey, well, Google, does Abaddon, New York exist? to amino apps there is no such thing as the abaddon hotel it's called the shanley hotel meaning hell house llc is fake they used this hotel to film but it's not called the abaddon hotel the shanley hotel is in napanock and napanock okay well why they man hmm, this podcast sure. is making me dislike this movies even more <laughs> 
the Shanley Hotel in Napanock, New York. Okay. Well, look at that. Navidon. Maybe we should take a drive. I was wondering if the town was real. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like it's New York has a lot of cool town Napanock. names, too. So they could have really... A I mean, lot of um, Native American influence. Yeah, but there's a, there's a town upstate called Medusa. That's cool as shit. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a town upstate called Coxsackie. So. Yeah, it's not Coxsackie, <laughs> though. It's not how you pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah, right. People from Coxsackie say that's not how you pronounce it. Yeah. It's pronounced Coxsackie. <laughs> I don't give a shit. C-O-X-S-A-C-K-I-E. Coxsackie. Yeah. People from Coxsackie call it Kosaki. I don't give a fuck. It's Coxsackie. You live in a place called Coxsackie. Yeah. Coxsackie. It's true. Sorry. I agree. Yeah. It's not Kosaki. That's true. Coxsackie. <laughs> I agree. Uh, it's cocksacky. It's cocksacky. I'm, I'm 40. I giggle at it still. <laughs> Me too. It's hysterical. Yeah. I would love to tell people that I lived in cocksacky. Yeah. Where do you live? Cocksacky, New York? That's awesome. Yo, we live in Flushing. It's, yeah, it's almost true. the same thing. That's true. <laughs> I used to say the toilet bowl of Queens. That's true. We do live in a pretty funny name. That's true. <laughs> Do you think that the girls who live in Coxsackie are looser than the average upstate? All the way the fuck up there, up to upstate? Yeah. Absolutely. Not a whole lot to do. Nothing to do in Coxsackie. Except the other guys. You hope that they're at least halfway good looking. Those small towns. Well, we lived up there for a while. We lived in Plattsburgh. Yeah. Coxsackie wasn't up in Plattsburgh. It was a little south. It's a little south. Smaller town than Plattsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Plattsburgh was a big town compared to just about everything up yeah. there. So I don't know, a big town. That place had fucking cows. But that's what I'm saying. If you can imagine Plattsburgh being the big city, yeah. imagine Coxsackie is uh, a little more rural. Yeah. <laughs> than, than an already I rural That could place. happen. Exactly. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. We're from Queens, though. It's kind of hard to, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to gauge. Yeah. That's true. The environment's quite different. It's all rural to us. But to them, that it might be suburb suburban versus rural. You know what I mean? We just see it as cows. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just all cows. That's cows. true, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Which is also fine. I love cows. They're great. Yeah. They were they were the only friends I made in college. I know. They were your best friends. I do, yeah. He used to moo at them when we drive past them going to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If it's not abundantly clear, I'm not a people person. And I went through my entire college career without making one friend. Yeah. Not a single one. Not even like a lasting one. Not one while I was living in that fucking town for years. Not one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're a, you're a friendly guy. I'm friendly. I just don't want friends. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. You're a very nice guy. You are um you are Red Foreman. Yeah. And I'm and I'm Kitty. <laughs> Jared I, recently learned that a coworker of his actually lives a couple of blocks from here, from where we live. And I was all excited. I was like, Hey look, you have a friend in town. <laughs> like, I don't have a friend. <laughs> He's not a friend. I don't have a friend. I have one. And there friend. is an episode. <laughs> There was an episode of that '70s show where Red gets a friend. <laughs> he doesn't get a friend. He starts to hang out with Pastor Dave, right. and uh, 
because they have some sort of common interest. No, they don't. They don't talk to each other. No, they do talk, and they and he comes over to watch the game or something. Mm-hmm. Red doesn't even want him really there. No, he does. That's the thing. He just doesn't want to admit it. Oh, was that what it was? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And Kitty's like, "Oh, you made a friend." He's I like, think I don't have a friend. <laughs> I think it's a combination of Red Foreman and that kid from um, that show, Freaks and Geeks. There's a part. There's a part where he has uh, this kid who's kind of a loser has like two friends, and his parents. They're sitting at the dinner table, and his parents say, "You need to make more friends. You can't keep hanging out with whoever the kids name the kids are names are." And the kid replies, I already have two friends. Like, how many more am I supposed to have? (laughs) Very true. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. You stand by that. I stand by that. Yeah. I don't care. Look, I'm going to be dead soon. (laughs) All right. We're all going to be dead one day. We're all going to be dead one day anyway. What do I, more people at the funeral? (laughs) Why give a shit? I'm dead. Uh, Who wants the inconvenience anyway? This is what I'm saying. Who wants to go to a funeral? get dressed. This is what I'm saying. You got to find something black to wear. Stop. Smill around with all these people. No. Pretend you have something Then you have to sit there and have small talk with these people? Forget it. Ugh. This is what I'm saying. I know. That's why I just cremate me. This one, yes. You know know what I mean? I I get it. I that either. Yeah. People standing around. No, standing around looking at me dead. You know how I want people to find out I died? Hmm. Word of mouth. Hey, whatever happened to her? What's her name? She's dead. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. What happened? <laughs> and and keep it a mystery. I don't know. I don't know. Like, how did it happen? I don't, I don't know. know. She's dead. She's dead. I just heard she was dead one day. I don't know. She's died. <laughs> That's how I want people to find out. Okay. Even my family members. Just word of mouth. They're like, hey, is Christina home? Like, no, she's dead. <laughs> Like, what? Like, yeah. (laughs) Right? Crazy. (laughs) That's a way to do it. All right. That's a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So remember that. Okay. When I die, don't tell anybody. You know, we'll do the cremation. Okay. Let's, you know, figure that part out. All right. And then, you know, inevitably when I don't answer my phone or. So I should keep your phone activated and on. You can just, you can, you know what? I mean, just in case I get those scam calls. You can, scammer calls. I can still, I can, can still mess the with the scammer calls. With the scammers. Okay. All right. What was like, oh, can I speak to Like, she's dead. There you go. More word of mouth. Everyone learns. Everyone learns. Tell everyone. Pass it on. Tell a friend. Tell, put it in the notes in your scammer computer. That's right. I've seen how you guys do that. Should shit. I do that if family calls too? They're like, they're like, Christina, hey, can I talk to Christina? I'll be like, she's dead. They're like, she's dead. Like, yeah, tell a friend. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tell your friends. Anyway, and then they tell, tell two the friends. Right person, and, they and then tell it goes on friends. Facebook and then everybody mm. finds out. That's how everybody finds out. Yeah. Anyway. So let's get back to the movie. So the um, Abaddon Hotel in Abaddon, New York. Yeah. So Russell Wynn, he apparently he he apparently had died already in some car accident. He died for a straight two minutes, according to uh, the other people working on this production. He had this big gnarly scar on his face. Big from like top to bottom. It looked open, which bothered me because scars <laughs> do not look open. It looked like it was like a fresh wound. It did like look like a fresh had wound. Just yeah. Put a hacksaw to his face. Yeah. A hacksaw, a hatchet. Sorry, hatchet. hatchet. To his face, you know, it was like a line that went like from above his eyebrow all the way like across his eye. Across his eye, down, yeah. you know, his face. But like it had a ridge. There was a, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. It, there was no it, scar tissue between no. the, uh, the, the, to connect the two pieces, exactly. flaps of skin. It's just, it was yeah. just skin, yeah, it was. which was kind of gross, but yeah. not <laughs> gross. Just, it was, it was questionable. It was just, why? It looked fake. How how is this guy like a billionaire and that scar? Yeah, 
It's still, I mean, you know what? Maybe it was a personal choice to not. It's a conversation have piece. Have, to not have plastic surgery. Right. But you would think just on a basis of not getting an infection that they'd want to stitch that thing up. Mm, you know what I mean? Good point. Just saying. At least stitch it up. Glue. Something. Stary anything. strip. Anything. Something. Something. Just Super glue. <laughs> yeah. His eye is fine. It's just the part above and below it that's got that fun scar on it. Eh, that's not the first one you've ever seen either. I can't, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who else has a scar like it's that. It's the scar. Everyone are. knows the scar. It's the badass face scar that right. you've seen everywhere. Right. It's the thing from the forehead, over the eye, mm-hmm. down the cheek, to the mouth. Yeah. It's the cool scar that if you're going to have a scar on your face and it's got to be big, it's like, I'd kind of want one of those. That would be the I one. I wouldn't want one of those. That's a big scar. It is. But if you had to have one. Why would I have to have one? Well, if you got hit in the face with a hatchet, you have no choice. True. You know. I'm going to make sure I don't get hit in the face with a hatchet. It's a good rule of thumb. I'm going to try really hard. Every day. <laughs> Every day. That's my goal. I'm going to yeah. get up and I'm going to try real hard for the day not to get hit with a hatchet. Yeah. That's going to be what I do. From now on, that's my job. What do yeah. you do for a living? I try not to get hit in the face with a hatchet. You know, David Lee Roth had a interesting quote. He said... When asked why he moved out to the, um, I think it was out to the, he's kind of an interesting guy, but he moved out to the, I don't know, somewhere dangerous, somewhere out in the jungle or some shit, the woods. And when asked why uh, why he moved out there, he said, well, because don't get eaten is a good thing to have on your to-do list once in a while. <laughs> All right. That's a good. That's a good. One. I like it. So Hell House Three, Russell Wynn, and okay, right. So the performance that he's putting on is actually pretty. It's pretty cool. I think it's this heaven and hell walkthrough. Yes. So you walk in, and it's supposed to be all. Uh, it's got like these big white curtains all over the place. This white light and looks white like mannequins heaven. in the corners. Yeah, yeah. just like faceless white mannequins. And that was one of the things that I kept looking, waiting for them to move. Mm-hmm. It was and distracting, they and they never yeah. did. Those were real mannequins. Fucking disappointing. They were in white, though. Don't forget. That's what. That's what drew it. That's why I was thinking they were going to move. Yeah, they didn't move. Mm-mm. So if you haven't seen the movie and you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. Don't look at the mannequins because they don't move. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Focus on something else. Right. I'm a nice guy, like I said. Keep your heads up. I don't want to be your friend, but I'll let you know what's up. I'll give it to you straight. No, I'm not going to. If you're taking the time out of your life to listen to us, I'm not going to fucking lie to you. Okay. The white mannequins. I respect the audience. They don't move. They don't move. Okay. So (laughs) they go through the making of this, uh, you know, the the pre-production where they're setting the house out. Before Um, hold on, before you go further, the the movie is based. This movie is based on, you know, a troupe, (laughs) it's a play, whatever. What do you call them? Whatever, playhouse, Mm -hmm. whatever. That's what it seems like. Actors, whatever, putting on this performance piece in the Abaddon Hotel. Mm-hmm. And we're able to see it as a viewer because this is also another found footage movie. We're able to see it through another film crew. But what is that film crew? I don't remember. Why are we... Where is this coming from? Where is this video coming it's from? It's another... So there's two sources. Okay. There's another Morning Mysteries crew. Oh, right. 
Yes. That's Vanessa and Louie. Right, so, right, 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 right. Okay. So we have, um, mm-hmm. we have Morning Mysteries comes back, and uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> by way of Vanessa now. They fired. Over. They should can the other one. I don't remember what happened to her. I think she died. Mm. Something happened to her. Mm. Uh, yeah, but a new, a new crew. They, they, they a, re- new host. a reboot. Sorry. A reboot. <clears throat> Correct. Gotcha. And they're there to be at um, the Abaddon Hotel for this production. Um, you know, because it's Morning Mysteries, they've already, you know, kind of covered the Abaddon Hotel. Now there's something going on at the Abaddon Hotel, so naturally they want to they be They want to catch and, this stuff. catch what's going yeah, on. Yeah, is that what it is? Now there's I... also, there's okay. also Russell Wynn who hands out camcorders to like everyone and says, keep them on. You know what I mean? Just film everything that's happening. That was, that wasn't Russell. Oh, that no, was the that girl. Was, yeah, that the was Morning, Morning Mysteries. Mysteries. I don't know why. I thought it was Russell. Yeah, they pass out these camcorders to a bunch of the cast mm-hmm. and crew and ask them to film. Mm-hmm. Correct. If they feel like it. So that's how we're seeing this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's their... Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so just... Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, it's footage from the people themselves and the cameras that they were given, plus uh, Vanessa from Morning Mysteries and her camera person. So a true part three. So it's a combination of Correct. one and two, yep, yep. and now we get All three. All in one. Wow, mm-hmm. I see what they did there. Yep. That's lazy. Yeah. It's not lazy. It's a culmination. Okay. One plus two equals three. I get it. One plus two also equals one plus two. It's true. I'm just saying. Or three could be a standalone. Either way. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just. I just didn't remember how we were seeing this movie. Like through yeah. what lens? Oh, I know. Douchey. Yeah. It's uh. It's it 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 starts off. You don't um meet anyone until Vanessa gets there and is allowed inside the hotel. Right. Um, the first person that we come across is Jeff, who is Russell's um, personal assistant, it seems. Maybe, uh, oh no, he's the COO, excuse me. Of Win of Media. Win Media. Um, seems to be Russell's lackey. So it seems like they're going a little more in-depth, the Morning Mysteries people here. They're doing kind of like a full-on documentary because they end up asking um, a lot of different people. Like They end up interviewing not just members of the cast and crew, but also people that Russell knows, like the priest. Right. His name is Father Paulus. There's there's some there's something there with Father Paulus that we don't quite know a hundred percent about. But there's some yeah. There's something between the two of them. Father Paulus ends up sending Russell a box yes. which he puts in a safe in the attic where he has his like his meetings, office essentially yeah, his office he set up yeah he set up like his that. office in the attic which is where alex taylor hangs himself in um the first hell house movie and considering his angel status of course he's on the top and now uh, not the basement you know i never thought about that i just came up with it now maybe this uh, maybe it's just no that's... maybe i'm looking deep into it yeah he's all the way yeah, the very, yeah. yeah never thought about to that. chew on that for a minute i i am i'm i'm reeling hold on <laughs> Let me come back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they're, they're talking to all kinds of people, production crew, etc. It seems like Russell knows a lot about this house. He tells people, you know, no one's allowed to be in it by themselves. Yeah, after like um, 8 o'clock, after, take a buddy. Yeah, there's a buddy there's system a buddy in system place. And yeah. Yeah. He, he seems to know, like, there's like something up. 
at the house and it's like it seems almost too obvious that he's the bad guy to yeah. the point where like you're almost like okay it's like so obvious that he's, he's in on this house one way or another bad guy you know what i mean like they really yeah. really want me to think he's the bad guy yeah so he can't be you know I, what I, mean? I fell for it someone else i fell for it you thought he was a bad guy yeah i did um i thought so because this movie's been sort of ob- the the first two were sort of really pretty obvious going through it. So I was like, oh, okay, I get it. He's the bad guy. I didn't think that they were going to try to pull a switcheroo on uh, you. Yeah. I didn't think the movie had it in it. Yeah, with all the little rules and the little things. Yeah. very secretive about some things mm-hmm. and has reasons why he wants to do this, that, and the other. It almost seems like he's the bad guy, but yeah. it turns out he actually isn't. He just happens to know a lot about the house and through some kind of supernatural force or something like that knows how to end this. Yeah. He sacrifices a whole bunch of people to do it. Almost like everyone he knows. Yeah. Um, What a piece of shit. And people he doesn't know. Yeah. People who pay to, you know, come see them. And he got their money. Yeah. What an asshole. (laughs) Well, he's a billionaire, so. (laughs) You don't don't become a billionaire by being a nice guy. You got to step on a few necks. I get it. Yeah. Or let a couple of people's necks get eaten by that's true. You know, weird satanic cult people. Yeah, because that's kind of what happens. There's a certain point in the movie where you know the play is actually happening, yeah. and the disruption, you know, the final craziness of the movie uh, is during the performance. The lights all go out, and when they start, when they open again, fucking Andrew Tully, uh, Arnold Tasselman, at at of is like eating, eating the. The main actor, his name is Greg. Yeah, he's eating his neck, or yeah, like a, a part of his face off. So are they zombies like now? I, that's I don't what? know. They're not zombies. I don't know what they do with these people. That's what I'm saying. Why like, are they I don't eating understand, him? Like what kind of current? He like killed them. Yeah, but, like, by doing like by like biting his face yeah, off, like, or, like his neck or something like that. Okay, it's very bizarre. So I'm just looking for consistency. There, well, I mean, you're looking for consistency in a place where no, there is consistency, actually. Um, okay, maybe not consistency. I'm looking to answer questions. Okay. What questions? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> also, how dare you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> All of those, by the way, are completely applicable to these three movies. I'm sorry. Like, what? <sighs> what? So what's your major gripe, though? Oh, I got to narrow it down? Um, well, I think it's... For this movie or on the whole? For this movie. For this movie, I think my major gripe with this movie was they introduced a lot of elements into this movie that didn't make any sense when you're applying them to the first two. Like what? Like you have this house where many people died and they, again, didn't really move a lot of the props out of the way. Second, this whole like things are like the anchors are experiencing the same things, you know, these same spooky or what they called Abaddon eyes is what they dubbed it. Right. Um, You think you see something moving moving, like Abaddon eyes. And it's like, you know, the history of this place. People have seen the movies like they're they're in this universe. The two, you know, uh, Hell House one and two are released. So they're out there in this universe. It's pretty meta. Yeah. Might as well be Inception. And <laughs> we, knowing that, they're still like, huh, did I see that? You know yeah. what it is. 
Let's yeah. not pretend the, it's here. It's funny that you say that the third thing I wrote was most people either don't know or don't care about all the dead people. <laughs> this is <laughs> because, what I'm saying. Because it's like, you know, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm yeah. saying, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, you know, you know the lore, right? You've, you've seen all of this stuff. Why what, is any of this in the, question? And then, and then, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to, they, they dare um, one of the actresses yes, to go into to the go house in, by yeah. herself. Into the basement. Go all the way into the basement yeah. and then come back out. You know, and they're all like drinking. So she decides to go in mm-hmm. and she gets lost. She, you know, yeah, she gets it. all fucked up yeah. down there. And she's like, oh, nothing's going to happen to me. It's just a house. But like, no, did you not That's see? the whole thing. Like, th- there's a thing here. Yeah. People really do go missing. People really are dying. Yeah. What do you, what, what may, it's so funny how everyone seems to think that they're, they'll be the invincible one. Oh, stop. All the stories aren't true. No, they have like footage <laughs> that's out yes. there that you can see. Right. Like it's actually, it's true. It's there. It's in the movie. You know? Like it's in the universe of this movie. Like it's a thing. That's the whole point of what they're doing. This in this house, right. this film crew, all that shit. Right. You know? And I think, and they added to this movie also this. Can I skip ahead to the end here? Yeah, go ahead. This There's fucking really final there. battle and the basement between <laughs> Wynn, Russell Wynn, who turns out to be some kind of angel mm-hmm. because he died for two minutes. Okay. A.T., this mm-hmm. Tully character. And they have this two-minute battle in the basement, just yeah. good versus evil, <laughs> with the shittiest oh, effects. the special effects. I have that written here. The special effect. Is really terrible. <laughs> and if... All these other issues didn't take you out of the movie. This did it. This hammered it home for me. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Out of nowhere, it seemed like such a... It's a Stephen King cop-out ending. Yeah. That's what it is. Basically. I'm a big Stephen King fan, but no secret, and I'm not breaking any new ground here. His endings are garbage. Yeah. You know, for the most part, not all of them. For the most part, they're trash. Mm -hmm. You know, they're really kind of like, yeah, thrown together. Sure, it's aliens. (laughs) <laughs> okay, it's aliens. There was no talk of aliens he before, but now it the is. Whole time. Yeah, it was all a dream. He's an angel. Battle. Two minutes at the end. Boom. Done. Yep. What? Okay. <laughs> all right. What the fuck did we just watch then? Yeah. And what was the thing in the box with the pre? You know yeah, what? So that that never gets answered. Father Paulus too much ends up sending. Um, and there's you know there's like a couple of minutes of an interview in the church with Father Paulus. What's her face from? Vanessa Morning from Mysteries. Morning Mysteries goes over to the church to talk to him. And I don't remember what it is that makes, like, that even alerts her to the, to his presence. You know what I mean? But um, they she ends up going over there to talk to him. And that melody, again, is playing in the yeah. church. Yeah, okay. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of questions answered, you know what wasn't answered? What the fuck happened in part two with the melody and how that kid knew it? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Or why it's playing in the yeah. in the church? Sure, why not? Um, or or in the first one? So you know, and even in the first one, Paul plays that song on the piano, and that's kind of where I thought it all came from. I yeah. thought it all started with Paul, right? Because the first time you ever hear it is when Paul is sitting at the piano with the with that, with that dead prop. mannequin thing. Yeah, with yeah, that yeah. mannequin. Yeah, who's like you know looks like he's playing the piano, and he plays that melody, right? But then you end up hearing it over and over, and I thought that that was supposed to be a like you know like kind of like a uh, a throwback to Paul, right? Like like the like um, the house remembered the song or, or whatever it is. Yeah, of course. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah. He, it's him trying to communicate with people through, right? Because don't forget, like 
in the first in the first movie when he's playing the melody he plays around and he kind of like hits the keys like all yeah, like, yeah. right yeah. and that happens like toward the end when paul's missing um in the first movie again mm. uh you hear the song being played and then also that blah, 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 that he died that he did earlier in yeah. the in the movie it's interesting so, um so he plays it on his own like that's that's the first time you hear it then you hear it again later on in the first movie. Then you hear it in the second movie several right. times. Now in the third movie, you're hearing it again in the church, right? You hear it in the house, mm-hmm. you know. So that melody, and 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 yeah, and then there's that guy Jackson, who plays it as a kid. Right. You know where the where the melody comes from. That's something that hopefully I'd like to know. the movies, um, the Abaddon tapes will maybe oh, um, hopefully shed some light. I'm actually looking forward to it. I know it. you I are. Care. I want to. I want to see if there's anything else that. You know what? There'll be lots of questions <clears throat> answered that you didn't think to ask that made no difference. Like the questions <laughs> you'd want to know. No, you can go fuck yourself with those questions. We're gonna answer some questions that you just thought of two seconds ago, and here's the answer to them. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm no. You don't no. think so? Huh? No. 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 Just more questions. Yeah. And it's annoying because it's like, I want to know, but, but not enough. Can't. Yeah. It's you know like what I mean? You can go do research. It's not real. Yeah. You know, it's just some some person. Yeah. It. Yeah. I know. It, uh, I know. Now, are the, are the ghosts invisible or are they not invisible? They can pick and choose because... Um, they Are they ghosts? Yeah, because they're you know dead. I mean? Some of them are. What about I, the people in the cloaks? But that's the thing. So I think that that's the whole thing with the gate. I think the gate is what allows them to be dead, but still be walking around and not be like zombies. You think they go in the gate and they can come and go as they please? I think that's the whole point of the gate, Hmm. is to draw people in, but it's obviously a passage. It's an in and out. It's a gate. Right. So I guess like, you know, you can go in, but you can also come out. I think that that's, that's the thing. Like, because all of the spirits and all of the dead people disappear when Russell closes the gate. Russell closes the gate and it all ends. Yeah. Well, I will say this. Before that battle and stuff, there, you know, when the lights go out, when during the performance the lights go out, mm-hmm. and when you said when Tully is biting on that dude's neck, mm-hmm. and when sort of all hell's breaking loose, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Because you do see like it's like a one camera shot mm-hmm. and you see the chaos is happening around it. Eventually what happens is the guy holding the camera or whatever dies. Or the camera, then the camera falls on this lazy Susan. No, it's which Vanessa. Is, is it? Vanessa puts the camera oh, on is that the lazy Susan. Oh, okay. So, she, so it can capture everything that's happening. And she's hiding behind the bar. Right. She puts it on this lazy, right. She puts There's it on this lazy Susan. lazy Susan. So it just goes around in a circle. Bar, yeah. Right. So it circles around and you're seeing this chaos and these People with the cloaks are killing the audience members mm-hmm. and the cast yeah, and the like crew. Yeah, there's like spurts of blood. Spurts of blood here and there. Which the I thought was kind of cool. Stuff. Which kind of, I think it goes, it gives you like a half and half, right? Because it doesn't show you everything, but it gives you something, you know? Which the other movies didn't do. Right. They gave you nothing. <laughs> nothing. At least you got to see some shit go down. At least. I guess. I mean, if I, you got, it's not like, I wouldn't say nothing because, you know, when you, um, when you do finally get to see the footage, what little footage there is of what happens down in the basement during the haunted house yeah. in the first hell house, you see the cloak people getting close to the girl who's chained up yeah. um, to the ceiling in the yeah. basement. 
Um, and they're getting closer and closer to her, and they're pulling people into the hole yeah. in the wall. Into the, yeah. Um, the ridiculous fucking hole in the wall. Yeah. It's hysterical. I like, but I, I do like that. I like how coordinated it has to be. You know what I mean? You've got a... You've got the camera turning around and yeah. around, and mm-hmm. it's, you know there's all these fights and knifings and hatchets and all blood yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that was that was a really great. I thought that part was pretty part. cool. I liked it. Yeah. I liked that part. That you know what? That was to me that was probably the best part of the movie because something was happening <laughs> that wasn't a throwaway right. or like what? Yeah, why is that a thing now? Right. You know, there was a few. There was a part where they Vanessa mm. is the one. Um, they're walking on the property of the Abaddon Hotel mm-hmm. and she comes across the planchette from yeah. Brock Davies, picks it up and kind of goes, oh, what's this? And kind of like, huh, I don't know. And throws it like on the floor. You you, you know what that is. And you want to know how you know that is? Oh, she knew what it was. She didn't know what it was. She, she did. She threw it away. Yeah, she tossed it on the floor, but she knew what it was. I remember her being like, oh my God, this is... No, I don't remember it. that. I remember her going, oh, I wonder, what, there was all this. And then I think someone says, well, there's all kinds of crazy shit around here. And she goes, huh, and kind of just kind of drops it on the floor. I don't remember, and you might be right, but I don't remember that being a thing. Because I remember thinking, you know what that is, because it was in the last movie. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't know what that is, then why are you filming this? Right. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't it didn't connect to me. And it, and stuff like that just takes me out of it. Like, it seems like yeah. this movie was designed to take you out of it. Because I kept looking for things to move, and it wasn't moving. And stuff that made you think, like, oh, there's an answered question. No, it's not. It's mm-hmm. like, what the f-? And then when you're like, okay, cool, it's a battle. No, it's not. Because it sucks, <laughs> and it's two seconds. Yeah, the effects on that on that last one were pretty rough. Like that was rough. Yeah, it was that rough. That last battle with the fire and the the um, oh my god, that was about three were... steps above birdemic. <laughs> it's not as bad by any stretch, but it's not it's pretty close. Great. Yeah, it's it's it takes you out of it. And like more than anything, like I could accept the bad effects, but when it takes you out of a movie yeah. that takes itself really seriously, yeah. And it's not trying you know to what? be bad That's on the purpose. Thing. I still can't tell if the movie is trying to take itself seriously. It is. Yeah, you think so? I think it is. Because there's nothing else to suggest that it doesn't. Mm. The acting isn't isn't good, but it's not over the top bad. Right. You know, the story isn't over the top. It takes itself seriously. It is genuinely trying to scare you it is trying to be what it's designed it's a creep to out be movie. yeah it's not supposed to I, I think i think those are like creep out movies. it's yeah it's not gonna gross you out or yeah. it's not gonna make you have to go see a therapist but it's it's gonna it does what it's supposed to do it doesn't hit the mark hmm. it doesn't even come close you know at least for me you know it's just all these things that were like designed at least for me it was like designed to take me out of it hmm. it's like oh this is a thing now really oh yeah by the way all those things, Wynn was there. Look. No, he wasn't there. <laughs> then how come I can't see him? Why didn't they show him? In this the, is what yeah, I'm saying. And maybe looking too into it, you know what I mean? But you know what? That's what we do on this show, so whatever. No, I, I definitely took the rain. I definitely dove ahead first into the deep end of yeah. uh, uh, down the rabbit hole and through back again um, in this series. But I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I saw all the stuff you saw. Mm-hmm. I saw the bad graphics. Yeah. I saw the bad acting. The cloaks. Oh my god, I hated it. But you were able to see past it and still I enjoy saw, it because because to me, I I felt like the the fun of the movie was 
you know, like, okay, so you saw the first one and you were like, what the hell? Because the whole movie is building up to what you already know is there's some crazy shit that happens in the basement. Right, which you don't Right, really so that say. starts in the beginning, right? Like, in the, already in the beginning, you know some crazy shit's going to happen in the basement mm-hmm. and we're finding out what leads up to that, right? You get You get there and you're like, okay, that was kind of weird, but okay, I guess an interesting story. It wasn't until I saw the second and the third ones that I was like, oh, because they keep referring back to Alex and that crew. There was just something about it that like made me appreciate the original crew, you know, because they were like the first ones. The OG to come crew. In. You know what I mean? Like they were they they were the pioneers of sort of that whole like they, they went in, they slept in there. Well, that was they put they brought in the electricity. They made it livable. their fault. Yeah, but it was. also remember there was um, that part though in the movie where. You, they did a big callback to the first one where you watched them die again. You know, you saw those scenes from the first one mm-hmm. and then you saw them kind of turn into, I don't, I don't know if you can call them ghosts or part of the house. I don't know where they kind of get up. You know what I mean? And they're just like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the end of the movie I don't get at all. I am just still in the dark. That's why I kind of want to see it again just to see if I can figure out. Maybe there's something that I missed because I saw I don't the think first and second one a couple times. But uh, no, I, I I would like to see the third one again, but uh, I'm, I don't think I'm willing to, to pay for it again. But it's not until those movies that you kind of want to go back and then be like, oh, wait a minute. I remember that from the first movie they mentioned that or in the second movie they mentioned that. And like you want to go back and see. So like... You don't find out who Russell Wynn is until the third movie, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But in the second movie, there's this one part, there's one scene where they're oh, right. in the, in the I guess, that. where the front desk would have been. And there's like a little chalkboard that says like, you know, who's occupying each room of the hotel, right? So Sarah's in 2C, of course. Right, of course right? they and mentioned like, that from the first one. And they designate, one. you know, who's staying at the hotel, who's yeah. checked into the hotel, sure. right? Okay. Um, Russell Wynn has a house, um, has a house, has a room in the hotel. Right. His name is on the chalkboard, on the chalkboard in, in the, the second, second one. one. Right, right. You know what I mean? Which... And you're like, who's that? You, you like, have to catch you it. Don't and it's, it. And it's And it's fast. They don't they focus don't in on it. it. Right. And they don't, fo- they don't make it a point of you to see it. Right. But it's there. It is there. And then when you see it in the third movie... You're like, huh. You go back to the second movie. You're like, shit, that was there. Oh, that was there. So technically, doesn't that mean then that this asshole should be in, like, dead in the in the hotel anyway? He might be dead anyway because, remember, he apparently died for two minutes. Yeah, but that you was... You know what I mean? Yeah, but then... But who knows? Also, maybe he got the day pass also because he was in the diner with the first crew and in the bar restaurant with the second crew mm-hmm. and the second one. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make know. sense. I don't know who. Like I don't know. It, it's it's difficult. There's a lot of different. There are a lot of different um, people in the movie. You know, aside from Russell, of course, we know about Jeff, who is his COO, his and bitch. he's like the Mac to Alex Taylor. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like um, the uh, yeah sidekick. The si- yeah, exactly. Yeah, confidant. Um, you've got Harvey, who is the uh, the their, wardrobe their the fat hair- gay assistant. Yeah, wardrobe the wardrobe guy. designer guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he dies, but we don't see him later either. No, he dies in the movie, but you know, at the end, like at the end, you see Vanessa, you see Jeff, and they kind of get up and they're like, "What happened? Like, what what was all that about?" And they yeah. don't have a memory of what happened. But they're allowed to leave the house Because they're alive because they died during that battle thing. Maybe they were able to walk out. I don't know. I See, don't that's know. that's the thing. I don't get it. Russell leaves. Yeah. But the four of them can't. Why? The, the ori- exactly. The original because four can't. Everyone else gets sucked back into the hole into hell. I don't know about the people who were killed in the house or what happens to them. But they don't all wake back up again and walk out. It's not like all the kids that went in and, yeah. and were killed and or the you know, the, the people who died in the basement yeah. during the haunted house. Why do select uh, people get to leave? Right. Again. Again. Right. Uh, it's not like what? we see everyone from all the other, you know, uh, uh Hell House movies, you know, all leaving the house. I understand just trying to some of them. And I understand trying to build a universe or a, a franchise, whatever you know what I mean, and trying to kind of create this universe. And I think that's great. Especially in a genre like horror, where you can do that and you have a lot of room to play with because you're not really bound by a lot of rules of reality. Right. And it works if you can explain it. And it works if you if you can pose questions and you provide answers. It helps if the answers are good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you build this universe and build this world and you just do whatever you want and not adhere to anything mm-hmm. any good that you that comes of it is negated by the bad mm. you know what i mean because there were parts about these movies that, that i did like but i don't really remember them because it, everything else is overshadowed by those other questions and stuff like like i could look past the bad effects i look past it if it's a good story and the movie's good i could look back i could look at it and be like oh that's kind of cheesy but it wouldn't ruin anything mm-hmm. but there's enough things like that mm that overshadow any of the parts that I do like about those movies. And it sucks because, like, who doesn't want to like a new thing? Right. Like, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? I know that it seems like it's easy to shit on things. It's real easy. But, like, at least for me, I don't want to dislike things. I don't want to shit on them just to shit on them or whatever. Right. Like, I want to like things. Liking, I don't know if that's cool or not, but, like, I want to like things. I want to, like, be into more things. Right. You got to you gotta give people stuff to... <laughs> To do it with no i think there's plenty to like in these movies i think there's plenty to like i okay. think it's just um a matter of your perspective um i guess there's a few homes I, I can't get over you know it's like you and i have a difference in the kind of horror movies that we like yeah that's i like a, yeah. i I, t- I tend to like more the supernatural um like i enjoy you know i don't get scared by the supernatural kind of um ones like the exorcist and poltergeist sure. and all the you know, um, conjuring and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, the ones with ghosts and, um, but the, the gory horror. And I like slasher movies too. I don't find those scary. Mm. So that's one place that you and I kind of, we find a common ground there. The gory, like psychological thriller, crazy ones, those get me. Yeah. And you like those. I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like the gore and the slasher zone. ones. I like those are fun. I like the things that you don't see. I like the mind fuck. You know what I mean? Mm. I like the... You know, I like I like the movies like this where there's a story and your brain kind of gets to put it together because mm-hmm. it's not clear. You know what I mean? It's not 100 percent clear. I like, like they those, gave, too. They, like this movie, I feel like this movie gave you enough of a map to get to to get interested and focused on a story or a series of stories that all 
kind of envelop around one story. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a story and then a whole bunch of cluster stories around that story. And and I like that. You know what I mean? They gave you just enough to get like interested, mm-hmm. but they didn't give you everything. And I think maybe that's kind of the point. And I'm like, okay with that. Maybe you're not supposed to know who whether they're alive or dead or what what's up with the cloaks um and, and why couldn't they get a matte cloak did they have to be like the shiny polyester yes. cloaks couldn't they get like a vel- like some kind of like a velveteen no it's hell hell of- is very hot so are you cloaks. can't have heavy velveteen cloaks in you hell you have to have heavy cloaks that's the whole you'll thing you'll be sweating you're, already, you're sweating naked no no not these people <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of, I wish, you know, I, th- I feel like the things that were there, I wish they were, would have been done a little bit differently because the the polyester cloaks took me out of it. <laughs> like I, how that's I, what took you out of it, it, the polyester cloaks. It Because it looks like it came from Party City. You know what okay. I mean? Like, and, and I'm not, that's not like a knock. I'm not. Are you knocking in a movie, the budget? Um, either way. <laughs> Whether you know the budget or not, um, it's by all accounts from what I've read. It's uh, out there. It's it seems like the budget was on the low side, and it shows. Most of those found um, footage movies are well, but yeah, of course, doesn't cost much. The point, the whole point, is to use like kind of crappy cameras and yeah. you know not so great footage. Yeah. So and you get you away know, with need. having no effects or anything like that too. You know, I just mean? don't show it. But um, but yeah, the the cloaks totally. Oh, that that got me. The first movie that got me. Mm. That that was the thing that I was like, seriously, the fucking cloaks. <laughs> They're cloak people that came out of that the walls. That come out of the walls. Yeah. I know, I know. This is what I'm right. Good on them for making a second and third, because <laughs> otherwise I would have hated it. There were more than cloaks in the second and third. Yes, they're a little bit more substantial entities, mm. ghosts. I don't know what do you call. I don't know what what they are. I don't know. I don't know either. Did I think they're just. I don't know if they're like they, they might even be alive. You know what I mean? I don't they think they're alive. The I don't. Cult. You know what? I don't know. Satanic cults, dead demons, ghosts. I don't know. I don't know zombies. I don't know. It's unclear, and it bothers me that it's unclear. Mm-hmm. I don't mind an unanswered question here or there, the build up for something. But at least, let, what, what are we looking at here? What are we dealing with? You know, a little clarification would be nice. That's all. <laughs> Like how you think the film owes you something. They do. It's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> They're murdering me an hour and a half at a time. <laughs> killing you softly. They're killing me slowly with a teeny tiny knife. <laughs> They're stealing my life. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So they do owe me, yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry you don't agree, <laughs> however. No, I mean, no, it's... I don't know. This movie did murder me slowly, total of maybe... I don't know, four and a half hours all told, <laughs> five hours. We watched it a few times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And add this podcast oh, on top of that. it. Way more than that. Yeah. And you want to add this show on top of it. Oh, forget it. Putting in the time to. We're talking, oh, we're, we're going on almost nine, ten hours here. Fucking. <laughs> God damn it. If you add all of the issues we had with the fucking buzzing noises. Oh. Trying to set this shit up for the last week and a half. Forget it, man. Forget it. This this movie's had us for a good three weeks. This is bullshit. <laughs> now, guess what? I dislike it more now. You win. <laughs> I still like it. All right. So there you go. Mixed reviews here. Yeah. Chris liked it. Me, not so much. Hmm. You know, if you like it, great. 
I'm not going to take it away from you. And if you don't like it, fuck you. No, I'm kidding. That's wrong. <laughs> if you don't like it, you're on the right side. <laughs> kidding. But anyway, I think that's going to be it for us on our uh, wrap up. We should wrap up mm-hmm. our double feature here. Yes. We will be back hopefully next week. I'm yes. aiming for. If um, not next week, it would be a week and a half, but then next week. Like, yeah, like, we're going to get on weekly. schedule here. Yeah. We'll have a weekly thing going. We have a plan. I promise we have a plan. <laughs> we're going to get on track here. We're going to be more consistent. I promise. <laughs> if you're going to take the time to listen to us, we don't want to murder you slowly like this movie murdered me. <laughs> promise we're going to get back on track here. We have a plan. Mm-hmm. So with that, if you listen to us on iTunes, you can rate and review us. That's a thing. And apparently that helps get more eyes and ears on our podcast. So if you listen and you like it, even if you don't yeah. like it, you can review it honestly and be like, this guy's fucking suck. One yeah. star. Go ahead. That's, okay. That's fine. I'm not going to tell you that lie. I enjoy constructive criticism. Yeah. I don't enjoy it, but I appreciate it. That's best what I meant to say. All right. I'll you take only, it. You only learn from that, from, from criticism. That's true. Tell me I'm a bitch. Tell me I'm a bitch. Go ahead. Tell me I'm a bitch. Yeah. Tell her she's a bitch. <laughs> and... <laughs> So, yeah, so if, if you uh, if you listen to iTunes or whatever you listen to, give us a rate and review and whatever. Yeah. Apparently it helps. I don't know how, but it does. Yeah. yeah. So if you do that, uh, that'd be awesome, and we appreciate it. Mm. Otherwise, you can email us with comments, suggestions, or tell us to stop at uh, watchinghorrorpodcast.gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow along on our Instagram at the same name. Which is curated by me. Yes, Christina curates the Instagram uh, at... Uh, like it's a fucking museum. Curated by moi. <laughs> Maybe it will be one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can uh, follow the Instagram at Watching Horror Podcast. Also, the same thing. Um, we uh, post stuff that we talk about and you can see it. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. If that's all you got, Chris, that's, that's all, all I got. got. And it's one thirty in the morning. Woo! And I got work <laughs> in a few hours. That's it for us. We'll see you next time. Night, y'all. On the flippity flop. <laughs> Doesn't it bother you that people died here? Well, I mean, putting on a show like you guys are. <laughs>